All right, guys. Well, I think I got to take off here. Oh, where are you going? Going to see a movie at the movie theater. What movie are you going to see? Pitch Perfect 3. Who are you going to see that with? By myself. What the hell, dude? Have you seen any of the fucking Pitch Perfects, Michael? Have you seen one? I've seen one and two. You've really seen them? Of course. Why would you see the movie without me? You got this movie card, and you think the movie card is your license to do whatever the fuck you want. You don't want to call anybody. You don't want to tell anybody. You're just going to see movies. Michael's never seen a fucking movie until like 20 fucking 17 in fucking August. Now this motherfucker goes to a movie like seven movies a week. I swear to God. You go to art house flicks. You go to fucking see weird shit. What is going on? How many movies have you seen this week, Michael? James, you can come with me. Okay, I'll meet you there. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the IO panel. This is episode 92. Recorded on Sunday, February 4th, 2018, in the year of our Lord. I'm host A, Michael. With me are my co-hosts, host one, Evan, and host Alpha James. I don't know. Can I be host zero if we're doing this? Ooh. Host zero, huh? primary the the, <laughs> the the father of all numbers right sure you could be host zero all right thank you do you remember watching that movie patient zero which one is that some garbage zombie movie mm. that's from like a decade ago sounds that's... familiar all right maybe well anyway yeah it was not good not but good. I, I just thought of that Mm-hmm. So, Evan, how was your week? Pretty good. Mostly uneventful, though I uh, I went to a concert on Thursday, which I enjoyed very much. <clears throat> Hung out with some hot, sweaty dudes in a big room. Um, after how many show, people were at the show? Hmm, it was not at capacity, but pretty close, so I would have to say... Like nine hundred. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. The venue is deceptively large. Um. So after the show, I was gonna go. I went and bought some merch from one of the bands mm-hmm. I I took a liking to, named Era. They're from Birmingham, Alabama. And I just so happened to run into the singer, and I was wearing my uh one of my Maryland Terrapins sweatshirts. And he was like, oh shit, I grew up in Annapolis. I'm like, what's up, dude? So we became best friends instantly. <laughs> um, then I bought a hat and went on my way. Hmm. Get his digits? Nah. I thought that might be a little, a little forward. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just hit him up on the gram. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to look for that. <laughs> on the gram. <laughs> Slide into his DMs. Mm-hmm. 
Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, that's cool. Yeah. I'm assuming uh, one of these shows is not very expensive to go to. I mean, you know, there's always like, it's not necessarily like Ticketmaster fees anymore, but there's always fees like that. Um, so the, it was like 28 bucks with everything. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. <clears throat> so, which I don't think is very expensive. Yeah, no, that's not too bad. So there, corn was supposed to come here probably eight months ago and they, they canceled that show. Um, but they're, you know, a lot of bands will sell like VIP tickets for meet and greet and stuff like that. They'll make some more money, mm-hmm. um, sign a couple autographs, take some pictures and everything. Um, the VIP tickets for corn were $180, which did not include a ticket to the show. Wow. Yeah. I think that is very ridiculous. I, I, it's not that bad. I mean, a no, hundred is one ticket for the show. It's fucking corn, not well. If it, it wouldn't be that if it included a ticket to the show. I'd be like, okay. I mean, that's the most I have ever and probably will ever pay for a VIP meet and greet, which included a ticket, was like seventy five bucks. And I think that's that's kind of reasonable. Because hmm. you know, you get was, like even if it was Willie Nelson. Yeah. I mean, even if it's like my favorite, like Slipknot or something, my favorite band ever. And I'm not saying they are, but um, like maybe a hundred. And that's assuming, you know, you get like gift bags and there's stickers and maybe like a CD in there or, uh, you know, codes for <clears throat> certain, you know, like special merch on their website or something. Hmm. And then maybe you get to hang out TV. with them for like half an hour. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what did you say, yeah. James? Private Instagram account, whatnot. Oh, yeah. Private snap. Yeah. But I mean, 180 bucks. That's like, I realize who you are, but you're just some guys. I'll pass. I mean, dude, corn hasn't, I mean, okay. They're a big deal, but are they still really a big deal? Apparently. Apparently I mean, they, in their own minds. Isn't that one of the well, ones yeah. you found God or something? Um, one of their guitarists, Yes. And so he does he play with them anymore? No. Yes. That was his primary reason for leaving the band. Brian Head Welch. Mm-hmm. Uh he left the band in like mid two thousands or something like that. Um, because he didn't like the symbolism they were portraying. And he found God and he found he formed his own, you know, couple of bands and they didn't really go anywhere. And then you know, he came to a realization that God is within himself, not, you know, within the music or some shit like that. I don't fucking know. And he rejoined the band and they're good now. Hmm. Yeah, he he realized. Yeah. <laughs> getting that paycheck. Like... <laughs> yeah. He's tired of being broke. Asshole. <clears throat> yeah, that's the real God. The dollar. Yeah. <laughs> yep. The almighty Quan. No. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah. All right. So I enjoyed the concert. That's cool. Got any more concerts uh, upcoming in the near future? Uh, well, there is one in the very near future, which I have done almost zero prep for, so I don't know if it's actually going to happen. Uh, and that's in your area. Oh, 
But other than that, I think the next major event, is, uh, you will be down here. Right. That's the end of April. Mm-hmm. So, not too distant future. All right. That works. Yeah. And I hope you all, meaning you and James, will, and you know, enjoy the trip, and enjoy the concert. I'm sure we it should will. be a good time. I'm stoked. I'll make sure you guys have earplugs. All oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that happened last time. It did not. I mean, I don't remember. Like, I'm not. It's not like like man, Evan, you killed us. Now I'll never hear again. <laughs> I can never listen to a concerto again. You know, I mean, <laughs> I don't have any memories like that. You know, so my guess, tinnitus. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I, I guess it was okay. You know, but uh, only thing I remember is being in pain from standing for so long. But. I need to work on that. That's my own. Uh, that's my own thing. So. Yep, you can work on that. There is, there are uh, like there are systems of railings in this venue. There's also like stadium balcony seating, mm-hmm. which is not always open for every show. But I I think the show's gonna be pretty full, so they'll probably have it open. So you could, in theory, uh, sit. I see. You'll still have a very good view. If you choose to do that, I might like give you a camera or something and be like, okay, record the show. Oh, okay. That's fine. But we'll we'll see how it plays out in a couple months. Cool. James, how are you? Uh I'm good. How was your week? Oh, it's fine, man. It was chill. Um a lot of work, a lot of the usual stuff, you know. Um, uh, How's Nutanix? Games. Uh, Nutanix is still Nutanix, man. I, I did get some updates done. Uh, conquered some of the hurdle, hurdles, uh, mm-hmm. got some of the problems whipped. And uh, next week I start putting on uh, OpenStack. So <laughs> that's another hurdle altogether. To make so everything see. hyper-converged. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> you know, to converge it right in my asshole. Um, but yeah, so we'll see what happens with that. But otherwise, it's fine, man. It's, it's good. good enough. Um, uh, yeah, as far as everything else is concerned, I mean, a lot of YouTube, a little bit of VR, a little bit of... Uh, got a new game. Um, what else? Uh, a lot of Star Citizen drama. Mm. You know, oh, internal to the org or oh, just overall, you know, uh, internal, like, like, like stuff that has to do with the pirates. Uh, and we can talk about that if you, if you're interested in hearing about it. I kind of am. I saw, I saw an article actually that I wanted to ask you about. Um, sure, so yeah. we yeah, can, yeah, we can talk a about that. Of, bunch of shenanigans like that. So yeah, nothing special. Otherwise that's it. It's been a chill week, man. I, try, I keep it low key. Do you watch much Twitch? I watch a lot of Twitch, yeah. But okay. mostly lately, my Twitch cons- consumption has r- r- uh, devolved to watching PokeLols play VR Chat. So, okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's it's so sad. But VR Chat has become my go-to uh, release for the for watching for for Twitch and even lots of videos. Like all my videos have become VR Chat. And I don't know why, because when I first started looking at VR Chat, I was like, "This is dumb and it's super gay." But now I'm like, <laughs> "This is great! Oh my god!" Ah! You know, and <laughs> it's not like that, but it's like I don't know. 
I, for some reason, I'm like, this is cool. I, so I played VR chat. I think I played it last week. And I played it on Sunday night after we did the show on Sunday. And I played it for like, I think I played like two or three hours. And man, you just get into it and it's fun. It's so much fun. I don't even know why it's so much fun, but it's fun. It's fun mm. as hell. It's just a good time. So, uh, I mean, it, it's it remind it's reminiscent of the time that me and Michael spent playing. Did I talk about this last week? I don't think so. Okay, it, it's reminiscent of the time me and Michael spent playing uh, Second Life. Like people played Second Life for a myriad of reasons. Most, a lot of them, I think, the reason number one reason people thought about Second Life, they're like, oh, it's a place where people go do have sex and do perverted stuff. But that's not why I played Second Life at all. Like, it was just a place to meet, hang out, and just fucking kick it, you know, with other cool people. So, um, and, like, bullshit around. Like, that's all you do is bullshit around. And that's basically what we did. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I went to, uh, I spawned in, and as soon as I got there, I met, like, I saw a guy with leg trackers who's in this tiny avatar, and he was, like, showing me all the leg trackers and shit. He's like, let's hang out, dude. And we met up with this other dude who had the cool-ass avatar, and we are like, talking to him and hanging out and talking about, like, Blender and doing stuff, making avatars and making worlds. And then we went to uh, someone, we just had talked about this in the show, about a world that was, we're like, why hasn't anyone made a VR tie-in with, uh, um, Ready Player One, and someone had made one. Someone had made the stacks in VR Chat, hmm. so you're able to go up and climb all around all the the houses, the the, mm-hmm. the trailers, the, the scaffold, the trailer cat scaffolding. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And um, so that's I met a bunch of other guys there, and when we hung out for like the next three hours, like driving around in cars and shit, and wrecking stuff, and all kinds of stuff. It was fun. I had a great time, and there was not a single talk of sex or anything. <laughs> So it was just, I mean, obviously there's a lot of weird perversion stuff going on anywhere you go on the internet, but that, this particular thing was just fun. It was just like going to like somewhere and meeting up with people and talking to them, you know, it was no zero pressure. It was a good time. So, uh, I have not been back (laughs) because I had such an awesome time. Uh, you don't want to ruin it. No, I'm just James, you know, (laughs) I do a thing. I'm like, this is great. And I never do it again. That's just what I do. So hey, I do the same thing. It's all good. Yeah, I mean, I, I I do plan to play VR chat again, but I want to go in with my own custom avatar. So I have that's my next project. You have to make that in Blender. Uh, so if I want to make a make one from scratch, I do it in Blender. But right now, there's a lot of processes to take Japanese MMDs and convert them to put them in Blender, convert them to a file that Unity can read, then decimate them. Unity. Yeah, decimate them down to 20,000 triangles, then upload them into VR chat. So it's a long, tedious process, which I haven't really gotten a handle on yet, and I've ruined a bunch of stuff. So I'm trying to figure out, because I really have this idea of what I want, so now I'm kind of picky about it, you know? So How much hard drive space do you need for that? Because if everything is like a Steam Workshop item that other people make, you have to download all their avatars... No, it's it's not actually. Um so the VR chat is very beta and right now as it is or maybe it's maybe it's not considered beta, I don't know, but the way it functions it's beta to me. So you have your like your character doesn't have an inventory or anything like that. So there's not really any local storage. There's nothing to store locally. So if you like let's say you make a character, the character might be like 
you know, less than a couple, maybe maybe a couple megabytes or something like that, depending. So you make the character, you upload, you have to upload the character to VR chat, and then it goes in your profile, and it's uploaded into your profile. So they store it on server side. When you log in your profile, you get access to it, um, and everywhere you go, it the character loads in, and some people will see it as their internet as their internet loads it in. Um, so you don't really need any space. Like you, it doesn't store a lot of it doesn't take up a lot of hard drive space, and the characters don't take up a lot of space. Hmm. So um, that that's one bad thing though. Like like if you go in, select the character, be like I'm gonna be this guy. You click on that character, it changes you into that character. Everything's cool. Then you log off, log back in. You have a default character again. Uh huh. You know, you have to go find that character you had again to get it back again. It doesn't store it in your profile. <clears throat> uh, that's inconvenient, but yeah, it is, workable. It is, it is inconvenient. Um. So you yeah. mentioned you met a guy with leg tracking. Was he like, let me show you all the things I can do? I can shuffle slightly forwards and backwards. I can walk around in a small circle. Yeah, I mean, so here's the here's the thing, right? Every time I watch the video, I mean, I've had VR for a while. I didn't start VR to get VR chat, but I can see where people who started, who got VR because of VR chat, of which there are a lot, they get it, and they don't have legs. They only have eyes and hands. So you have you have various levels, right? You have people who just started playing on the desktop mode. Right, so they're playing. They're playing VR chat on desktop. Then they see all these people moving their heads around, touching things. Their fingers are wiggling and shit. And they're like, "I want to be that guy." So then they go buy an eight hundred dollar VR headset or whatever. They buy a VR headset. Then they got that, and now they can stand in a room, move around, move their hands, do all that stuff. Then they see some other asshole who's dancing, and they see some girl who's like moving her hips around, and they're like, "Oh shit, this level two. I got to get on board with that train. I got to get on fleek like these bitches." So then they go and they buy $300 worth of tracking and they put attach to their hips and both their feet. That way they can move their feet around. They can do karate kicks. They can do high leg lifts and they can do splits and, and rock their hips around and all this other kinds of stuff. And I'll, okay, I'll be honest with you. It's lame and a dumb way to waste like 300 bucks on leg tracking for the Vive at least. But, uh, I get if you just if you just got VR for this, I totally get why you would do it because it's really cool and nobody else has it. You know, it's very it's only like the streamers, rich streamers, the streamers who have the money to have like fifteen hundred dollars invested in, in VR gear have it, and then like a few other guys, players. So this guy I saw last night, he makes the stuff in Blender, and he had made this really super cute little tiny character, and it had a, it was holding a leak, like a long ass leak, and he <laughs> was, was like spinning. Hitting, yeah, and it was like it wasn't it wasn't the leak spin thing, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. It wasn't that. Okay. So he had the leak, and he was like tapping his legs and lifting his foot up, and it was so cute. It was just adorable, um, and you know, I, I don't know. I, would I get it for VR chat? Probably not. If I could have like two or three other games that supported it or some other thing purpose to have the trackers, then I might get it, you know? Like I was thinking last night maybe an exercise game in VR would be pretty cool. Um where you could go into a room and exercise with other people. Uh if you had weighted trackers or something, but yeah, I can't see getting it just for just to have leg tracking and, and stunt on other people in VR chat. I mean that's a pretty lame group of people to stunt on. <laughs> You know, you could have um, 
can you do Star Citizen in VR and have like yes. pirate sword fight battles? They said they're going to do that. There's no swords in, in Star Citizen though, but they said they would have. Uh, they said how can VR you be a pirate with no coming. sword, James? No swashbuckling. It's not that kind of piracy. <laughs> it's not that kind of piracy. <clears throat> Take my name off the roster, then. No. He's like, oh, you're already out, my friend. Don't worry. <laughs> No, Mike, you can be you can be part of the org still. It'll be like the movie Dodgeball, everyone's normal, except for Pirate Steve, and you'll be Pirate Steve. Like this fucking asshole just walks around talking like a pirate all day. Ah. Carrying a sword, wearing an eye patch, Jesus. I just don't have the heart to kick him out. <laughs> exactly. That'd be uh that'd be pretty funny. All right. Well, sounds like uh, sounds like James has been been up to a lot here. I've uh, I've been up to not too much, you know. Went to work, came home, etc. Oh, James and I uh, had our first <clears throat> our first game, our first match mm. in the world of the world of darts, the darting world. Mm-hmm. So, is this like five people on a team, or two versus two, or what? Well, there are more than five people on our team, um, but the way it works is so: the first match is a it's what they call a doubles match. So that's two people from our team versus two people from their team. Pick your champions. Sure. And uh, then it's a singles, which means one person from our team versus one person from their team. But there's two sets of these going on at the same time. Know what I mean? Right. And it's just an accumulation of points throughout the season? Uh more like wins and losses. Okay. Yeah. It's from what I understand anyway. Um so yeah, I don't know how James did. I did pretty poorly myself. Oh, I did pretty <laughs> it was not a uh, good scene overall. Uh <laughs> it was uh it I would I wouldn't call it a sweep. But it was like a murder in dark alley. Okay, <laughs> you know maybe we got a good jab in or two, but really, if you're all dead and they walk away with all your shit, your jabs were ineffective. So yeah. true. That is true. Yeah, they took our women and and our pride as men. It wasn't a good scene, but still, it was fun. I had a lot of fun. The guys we played were really cool, and Michael got a got this guy's number. So nice. You know, yeah, right. Yeah, that guy Eric. <laughs> oh yeah. I think, he, I think that guy Eric should be Michael's new dad. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, the guys yeah. we were playing uh, were a little older than us. Uh-huh. Um, one of them, uh, James, can be FJ brothers with now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, they're all they're all cool as shit. Honestly, they're all really cool guys. The VFW was a nice place to play, and the drinks were cheap. And the what was a nice place to play? The the VFW. We were at the American Legion, sir. Oh, whatever. American Legion. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. American Legion. Sorry, I'm mixing them up. Uh, yeah, but it, it was it was a nice place to play, and the people were good. And you're at they the were lodge. Out. No. Yeah, it was a good. <laughs> it was a good team to open with for like a bunch of newbies. They were like, they were very very good, but they were also very very patient. You know. So you look up tips, tips and tricks online, watch some YouTube videos, practice your aim. Are you guys going to get a dartboard? I need to buy one. But I, I would. One I would yet. like to get one, but I haven't gotten one yet. Mark up those walls. <laughs> yeah, basically. You know I don't it. know that. 
uh, you know, I feel like this is how everybody, this is how, see, Michael said that uh, all black people have bass guitars in their basement. I, one thing I've noticed is everybody has dartboards. And I think this is why. I think at some point in someone's life, they get into a dart team and they're like, I'm going to be a dart guy. And then they go and they start being dart boys. And then they realize this really sucks. And it's a big waste of my Saturdays or Wednesdays or whatever. Then they end up with a dartboard in their basement somewhere. You know, my mom had one. Uh, Michael's about to buy one. I'm going to buy one. And we're going to do this for a year. And they're going to be like, no, I'm not doing that again next season. A year, that's a hell of a commitment. I mean, it's like, you know, it's six weeks or something. It's not, not a whole oh. <laughs> It's six yeah, weeks. Yeah, I mean, literally he said, okay, we have a, this game that we just had, another game this coming week, then two more at Sapphires, and that's it. We're done. Really? That's the whole league? Yeah, and then if we win, then it's like, okay, we go to playoffs and blah, 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 you know, whatever. But Okay. But yeah, that's it. I was like, oh, that's it? I was like, well, that's... Interesting. All right. So, and then there's like off season until next January or something. I assume they do. Maybe they'll have a summer and then a fall one. I don't know. Or maybe just a fall one. I have no idea. Hmm. Or this is winter. So maybe they'll have a spring one, a summer one, a fall. You know, I don't know. Right. I'll have to ask uh, our, our team captain about that. Cool. Well, I have one. Oh, I, one. You, Final question for James. Oh, sure. Your new uh, FJ brother. Did he walk out and immediately ask, hey, man, where's your roof rack? No, but I was like, I kind of rushed off because I thought <laughs> I thought his FJ was like almost right across from mine. So they're like right near each other. And I was kind of, I kind of, I looked at his and his is like way better. You know what I mean? And I was like, oh, man, he's going to be like, he's going to see my car and be like, oh, this guy has like the, I live in the city model. You know, <laughs> which I don't want to be that guy, but refracts are expensive. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, we'll get there. I'll get there. Don't worry. Evan. Yep. Check it out. Wadu heck. That's what I I saw the yeah. W A D. I was like Wadu heck. Wada. <laughs> what is that? Washington Area Dart Association. Yes. Yes. Fucking ridiculous, yeah. dude. I'm a lifetime member, Evan. How much was that? Like nineteen bucks? I think so. Yeah, something like that. But like we can't charge any more, or, or no one would ever pay it. Yeah. <laughs> well, James is a lifetime member too. Don't worry. I'm not. I'm not carrying. I'm not a car. I don't carry my fucking card though. You fucking. Well, weirdo. it says you need to in case someone challenges you at a match. Oh my god! I don't even know what mine is. <laughs> you received it in an email. You think I opened a letter from Wada? Challenge you to a duel like on the metro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, it's like pull out your card, but it's, but it's, it's water check. <laughs> Where's your card, sir? <laughs> so you get pulled over for speeding. Should give him your license and your water card. Be like, oh, so sorry to bother you. Continue on your way. Ah, I'm late for a game. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Like one of our friends, he told me every time he gets pulled over, he gives them his license and his military work ID? ID work ID card. Oh, why? What's he? Where's he work? Uh, it's a place that has a lot of brown. Oh, okay. I don't know. He thinks he thinks it helps. I don't know if it does I mean, or not. But who knows? Yeah, it doesn't. But that's okay. The only thing that would help is like a military ID, right? Uh, made that might help if a or, cop was from the military or a badge. 
Yeah, well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I too am a guy. No. <laughs> <laughs> Could have said anything. I'm also human. Please excuse me. <laughs> to speed more now, thank you. <laughs> it's like those memes with Elon Musk or whatever. Like, yeah, the humans lay like this. <laughs> like, yep, <laughs> this is fun. Yes. And have you seen the pictures of uh, Mark Zuckerberg with those memes? They have like he has this vacant stare where he's like staring straight ahead. It's just <laughs> creepy as fuck. And it's like, and they're like, he's not a human. And you're like, yeah, he's not. You know what I mean? Like those pictures sell it. You're like, he's not a person. That's that's funny. I have not seen that, but that's that's funny. Man, good all shit. Right. So yeah, so that's all I did. So that the the darts, and then uh, I saw a couple movies, but we'll get into that later. Um, later on down in the in the movie section, aka the sci fi section. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm curious about one of the ones you put in there. We'll we'll mm-hmm. talk about it. Sure, sure, sure. All right, so let's get into some news. Uh, Evan, I'm going to assume this first one is yours. It is. Um, the The link that I posted is actually to a Reddit thread, um, and the link in that goes to an article. However, I will read something, the TLDR, that someone posted in the Reddit thread just as a quick synopsis. Mm-hmm. Two immune-stimulating agents injected into the tumors of mice eliminated all traces of cancer as well as distant untreated metastases 87 of 90 mice were cured of cancer and although the cancer returned in three of those mice a second treatment eliminated all traces so i'll just leave it at that the actual article is decently long not too difficult to understand but it does use a lot of medical terms um in short, there's a treatment using two of these sort of immune-stimulating agents to basically reinvigorate your body's T-cells um, because when you a lot of types of cancers will, your immune system will send out these T-cells, it'll start attacking the cancer, but the cancer will adapt and the T-cells will be effectively rendered, uh, you know, well, ineffective or dormant, they'll still be there. They just won't recognize those cancer cells as cancer anymore. So this new treatment, um, which has been quite successful, it seems, they inject a very small amount of these agents into a tumor and have found that it reactivates the T cells, eliminating that tumor and other tumors in the body. So in one particular test, they in they took a mouse, and um, they they took an existing tumor and essentially cut it in half and placed it in two different spots in the mouse's body. Treated one of them, and found that both of them disappeared. Hmm. Yep. They're so connected by quantum entanglement. Quite exactly quantum entanglement. <laughs> You heard it here first, folks. Could you imagine, like, sir, you have quantum cancer? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, this is, I do encourage you to read the article. It's very promising. Um, it's, 
if there's one sort of breed of mice that is used because it, it's sort of, it's been selected over the years to the most human. That's no, not the most human, but in terms of breast cancer, we'll, we'll say it's the most human. It was, has, has been engineered to develop breast cancer in all of its mammary glands, all 10 of them. So not necessarily at the same time. So researchers use this one breed of mouse and as soon as the cancer was detected in one of the mammary glands, they injected that and it prevented the spread to any of the other nine, which is pretty interesting. I got a couple, couple things here. Okay. Okay. First of all, Mm -hmm. I heard, I heard something about T cells. Yes. Is that like, is that like the T virus? Um, please refresh my memory on what that is. Evan? I mean, James? Why do you... I'm asking you. T-cells? T, the T-virus. What the is T-virus. that? That's from... Oh, it's, uh... Something? Oh, uh, fuck. Oh, is man. that a zombie Resident thing? Evil. It's the first Resident Evil. Okay. Yes. That I mean, was it could be. The motivation for the zombie virus was the T-virus. It, it could very well be. God I mean, it's, me he's it's your girls the G virus. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's your immune cells. So, say mm. if you reprogram your immune cells to zombify living cells, that's not a thing. But if it were, then yeah, yeah, you know, you could you could see that. Hmm. All right. Second thing. What what is this special breed of rat that is? Mouse bred for its mouse for its for its cancer cancer. Um, well, I don't know the name. It may be in the article somewhere, but I mean, mice are generally used because you can engineer them quickly and reliably, and they're always in plentiful supply. Mm-hmm. But I don't know the specific. I was like, I don't know the strand of this mouse, Mike. <laughs> it's like the strand OG Kush mouse number two. Fucking, I don't know. <laughs> OG Kush. Yeah. It's like oh. this dick, yo. This dick is fuck. Yeah. No, like you yeah, fucking no. set this mouse on fire. I'll get you higher than a motherfucker. <laughs> exactly. That's what we yeah. do it now. We smoking <clears throat> mice. Like, what the hell, bro? <laughs> Uh, yeah, but anyway, something um, that I thought of would sort of be a preventative measure. Like, what if you could eventually go to the doctor and they could give you, like, 20 different types of cancers and then this shot and then you won't get any of them in the future. So give you cancer so you don't get cancer. Right. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting thought. I encourage everyone to peruse the article, scroll through the Reddit thread if you want also, but uh, very promising research. This is out of Stanford, by the way. Good old American research. And the the three researchers are Hoshi Kobayashi. Yes, they're here on H1B visas. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I didn't, I didn't read, read it. So I don't read. No. Um, So there's a great uh, thing in the Reddit thread here, mm-hmm. Evan. Yes, where they talk about making a movie based on this 
starring Nicolas Cage. Oh, perfect. Oh. And it sounds amazing. It's perfect. It says, he, says, he says, okay, how about this for a movie? Nicolas Cage is the scientist, but he's also ex-Special Forces, who, <laughs> who oh, finds out about the rat and takes on the mob to get the cure back because his daughter has just been diagnosed with stage 4 lymphoma. <laughs> the mob boss is also played by Nicolas Cage. Good, I like it. Yes. Plot plot twist. It's a silent movie, but narrated by Steven Seagal. Ooh. <laughs> yes. So anyway, okay, Evan. So this is, yeah, this is very interesting. Thank you for bringing this to our attention. You're very welcome. It's definitely a, a better solution than essentially wiping out your entire body with radiation and chemotherapy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kill that pesky bone marrow, right? Yeah, like uh, we can we can't kill the cancer, so we're gonna kill what houses the cancer, which is you. Um, good luck. Yeah, pretty much. All right. So next up in local news. So the only reason I put this in here is because uh, I've known a couple people who have lived at this apartment complex in the past. They don't live there now. So on Friday, there was a three-alarm fire at an apartment building in Rockville. And the name of the apartment complex is called Fireside. <laughs> That's why you put this in here. That too. <laughs> that too. Michael can give three fucks about the people who fucking live there. He's like, he's like, oh, I love this meme shit. Fire at Fireside. How did, yep. they, how did, how did five, Fox 5 miss that? They should have said fired fireside. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. They're like fire rips through three story apartment building in Rockville. It's like, come on, man. It's like, bro, they're fucking giving this to you. Like, <laughs> you got to take it. I mean, come on. So, yeah, it sounded pretty bad, though. Um, I mean, I don't think anyone died or anything, so that's good. But uh, it says 30 units were impacted and 60 people were displaced. But it says the fire started on the balcony of one of the units. The cause of the fire remains under investigation. Yeah, right. Cigarette butt. Some asshole cooking on a fucking weird burner. Hey, man, Some I did shit. that at your apartment house one time. And it, yes, it was a mistake. What'd you do? <laughs> you don't remember that? When no, you used happened? to live in, uh, in like, near Office Depot. And I brought over, like, a, a stand... And like a thin metal sheet tray, I was like, "I'm and something like something to burn under it, like some random wood or or fat wood or something." I set it up on your balcony. Yeah. And you're like, "You shouldn't do that." I'm like, yeah. well, "I'm gonna cook a chicken breast in this," and your entire balcony filled with smoke, and everything was really hot, and it was a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> well, also that balcony was about six inches wide. Yeah, it was that yeah. balcony was super narrow. and below ground level, which yeah. was awesome. Yeah. It was not good. Yeah. It's definitely a fire hazard. I shouldn't have done it, yeah, but fine. I did. It's fine. <laughs> Actually, I'm probably exaggerated. Probably wasn't six inches. It was probably like eighteen inches. Yeah, but it was it's deep still underground. But it's still like ridiculous. It was yeah. one largeman wide. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Like there was a chair out there, and you could sit in one one chair there, one chair at the other end. Yeah, exactly. That was it. That was it. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. Who designed that? And they're like, yeah, this will work. 
Some fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Let's almost give them something. Yeah. <laughs> Just to ruin their fucking spirit. Just to make them like fucking hate themselves. Yeah. They they're poor. They live in a poor neighborhood. We want to make sure we want to make sure every day they know they suck. <laughs> Cuz that was a pretty new building, right? Joy. Yeah, it was a new building. Yeah. Fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Whoever built it never lived in an apartment. Anyway. <laughs> Let's so yeah, go. fired fireside. Watch out, folks. The, the wet bandit strikes again. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> all right. Doesn't even make sense. But. All right. So this isn't really news, but I just wanted to talk about it. Uh, I heard a... I saw this... I must have saw this on Facebook or something. I don't know. But uh, <clears throat> apparently in New Mexico, there's a big problem where people are getting parole or being released from jail but they're not being actually released like they're like oh yeah you're released you know you're your release date but you, we can't actually let you go yet it's like what so they're calling it in-house parole get the fuck out of here <laughs> that's fucking gangster as fuck it says uh they're doing it because often they're unable to find or afford suitable housing outside prison. Um, so I guess since they, when they have has to that send, been their problem? Apparently, no. Apparently, they need to send people to like halfway houses and shit. Oh, I think you know? it's not like Shawshank Redemption is open the gates and kick like, you out. See you later. Yeah, I guess yeah. not. Here's a bus ticket. But it says, but then it says sometimes missing paperwork, missing paperwork, or administrative backlogs, are also the cause. Huh. So, yeah, so maybe half of them are going to the halfway house and half of them are just like, they open the gate. All right, see you later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, that's when you sue. I'd be yeah, I know. This is, like, crazy. I'm like, this has to be illegal. I mean, yeah. this is fucking nuts. Well, we just found out flamethrowers aren't illegal basically anywhere. So, yeah. <laughs> Did you hear that some countries are have they have an issue with the name? They, like, won't import something with the name flamethrower? Or that's classified as a flamethrower. So I don't know if it's true, but uh, there was a tweet or something that said, okay, we're going to rename this product not a flamethrower. Oh, my God. <laughs> Apparently illegal in 48 states, from what I understand. Illegal in 48 states? No, legal. Oh, legal. Yeah, they're, they're legal <laughs> everywhere except for Maryland. And, oh. Uh, really? Yeah, like Connecticut else. or something? No, it's Maryland, and then they ha- there's some. There can only be two feet of worth of flame in California. Fucking California. Yeah. But his, but the the boring company's flamethrower meets those requirements, except for here, he's calling it a flamethrower. It's really a torch, so it might be legal in Maryland. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. It might fall under those, you know, specifications. Yeah, apparently, I mean- state California requires a permit. And Maryland outright bans them. Hmm. Well, doesn't that suck? Evan, Just... you'll be ordering our flamethrowers for us. Yeah. <laughs> you hold I will, them, hold them I will dual, I'll dual wield them on your behalf. Yeah, hold them in Tennessee. We'll come play with them in April. And then... Uh... We'll, and we'll cook some chicken on the balcony. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, in your living room on the floor. <laughs> uh, we'll just put the chicken on the floor and aim the flamethrowers at the floor. Perfectly safe. On a carpeted spot. I'm, um, pr- I'm. I almost think that Evan's roommate might be down for that. He, I, he would probably support cooking chicken in the fireplace. 
There you go. There you go. There you go. See? I respect a guy like that. There you go. All right. So, yeah, that's all I want to mention. That's in New Mexico. The, uh, the keeping inmates past their, past their expiration date. No, past their, uh, <laughs> past when they're supposed to be released. So I'm pretty sure New Mexico is like the top of the shitty states now. It used to be Mississippi, but I think New Mexico beat them. Don't you live next to Mississippi? I live right above Mississippi, yes. Oh, it has to be above, huh? It, yeah, it does. <laughs> I'm better than Mississippi. Is Tennessee... Where does Tennessee rank? Oh, like in the, in the middle. Oh, yeah? They're okay. Hmm. Not wonderful. Not, not wonderful, but not terrible? Not trash. Huh. Well... Be the judge of that, won't we, James? Yes, uh-huh. you will. All right, cool. So let's see. Under stranger danger here. Yeah, uh, Evan, you put this right. I did. We can both probably talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so fitness trackers are nothing new, but like Fitbits and right and Garmin's and and. Uh, various other brands Mm -hmm. and some of the fancier ones have GPS in them. So you can, you know, track yourself on a bike ride or run, whatever. Um, and not too long ago, the U S military distributed 2,500 such devices to, I was about to say to inmates, (laughs) to, to, to to soldiers, to, uh, combat obesity among the ranks. Um, so that, you know, they joined the worldwide collective of GPS tracking. So there's a company called Strava, I believe, who has, who collects all this information and you you can produce like a, a heat map showing how frequently people travel in certain areas, what routes, etc. Um, the bad thing is in regards to soldiers, is a lot of the activity overseas in specifically places like Syria. Um, soldiers are on bases that have undisclosed locations, except when you look at the heat maps of their fitness trackers. So, Mike, is there anything you would like to elaborate on as of this moment? No, I think you... Uh... You pretty much covered it. This is just revealing the locations of supposedly clandestine locations, potentially secret bases. Right. They said that they can see. They said that they're seeing. Uh, at least the article I saw showed that they were like getting information from tunnels. And yes. All kinds of like underground stuff and everything else. So another interesting aspect is even if you know there's a military base there, which you can see on, you know, multiple locations on Google Maps, you might not know about the inner workings of it. But if you match that up with, you know, a, a heat map output, you can say, okay, this hallway is like heavily traveled. So if we want to fuck them up, we'll just take out that hallway or something like that. There's bound to right. be a lot of people there. So, um, a pretty interesting oversight, although I can't necessarily blame military personnel or whoever was in charge of, you know, the great idea that distributed these, um, because, you know, you're, you're trying to fix a problem 
But how could you really predict that this might be a potential outcome years in the future? Um, it kind of sucks. I don't know. You know, it's very interesting. I don't know what there is to do about it other than ban them from, you know, military facilities, or maybe there'll be like a military version with no GPS or they'll, you know, you're, you can't buy any that are over a hundred dollars cause those don't have GPS tracking or something. They only count your steps. Uh, and that data doesn't go anywhere, but who knows? I mean, they, they just need to like, uh, t- turn off the, uh, the GPS functionality. That's pretty simple. And I'm sure it's a setting. I'm sure there's a setting to go private with this. So, you know, that's honestly, this is just poor, poor personal security and poor training. If you ask me, like whoever bought these, you're not blaming them, but I'm blaming them. Like you, like, you know, you don't take stuff like this into classified areas and into skiffs and things like that. Since long-term rule, it's been around for a long time. It's not new. And, you know, even though like a whole facility isn't a skiff, if I go to Strava Labs' website and I go to Area 51, I better not see any fucking heat map up there. You know what I mean? Like, that's just obvious to me. Right. So, yeah, it's like, you know, don't turn off the, you know, send anonymous usage statistics to Apple. You know, yeah, like, exactly. Like, you know, turn all that shit off. You know, like, this is people either not understanding how technology works or they just, they either they don't have the privacy settings set properly. Or maybe that privacy setting doesn't exist. And when you buy one of these, in the terms of the terms and conditions, it says, we're going to take this data and we're going to use it. Right. We're going to sell it to people. Go fuck yourself, you know? And if that's the case, then maybe you don't buy one, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. Interesting use of data. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if I zoom in on Groom Lake on Strava Lab's open website, I can see a, uh, I see a map of the whole facility, but there's only there's only one line of heat going into it, and it's someone someone driving a car all the way from the main road from Vegas <laughs> onto the base. <laughs> so I mean, it's like this is like, come on, man, like this is like an obvious thing, you know. Now, if I try to look at this fucking site, I guarantee you, if I try to look at this on Google Maps, the whole fucking facility be blurred out. Oh sure. I'm trying to see here. What I like is when you go to the, uh, you know, we went to the NSA, uh, the the Cryptologic Museum, like a couple of years ago now. Did I go there? You did not. Okay. But me, James, uh, Orion, mm-hmm. we went. So you can't take pictures of the NSA, which it's right next to. Okay. But in the gift shop, you can buy giant posters of the NSA, like yeah, which are a picture of it. It's like mm-hmm. okay, but I'm sure the day they took those pictures, they were like it was like a Saturday and nobody was there or something. You know, they're probably their fear is you're going to see something, you're going to take a picture and get something something social engineering worthy. You know, some cars, license plates, a right. person in the parking lot, that kind of stuff. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, so actually this area is not uh marked off. It is you it's not blurred out or anything. You can see it plainly. That's why I love Google Maps. Huge Air Force <laughs> Base is uh got a huge heat map there. The whole base is outlined in heat. What's it called? The heat map. What, Creech what? Air Force Base? 
Where's that? Is that Area 51? No, it's outside of Area 51. It's outside of that area. It's it's near Area 22, <laughs> which I didn't know was a thing. It's all it's all on the map, by the way. It's like it's like Area 50. It's like, let's see, Area 22, Area 5, Area 27, Area 26, Area 14, Area 6, Area 11. It's all labeled out here. I don't know, I see 51. You know what another name for Area 51 is? What? Remote, Remote 6. What's it? Remote 6. Remote Oh, that's in that fucking book, Michael. Yeah, but that's a real thing. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. He didn't pull that out of his ass. That's a thing. It's 5 and 1 makes 6. The Remote 6. So clever. Mhm. <clears throat> Couldn't. What about site four? How about site four? Huh? Five minus one. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> That'd have been interesting. Evan, that's now cool. you're talking. See, that's <laughs> a... Evan, we need to get you down to <laughs> down to Groom Lake. <laughs> have you seen those me- those memes uh, that's talking about like obvious shit, but then the Illuminati com- comments on it is like, "Don't move." <laughs> yeah. <I'm saying> that. <laughs> No, I like the ones where people like do something crazy. Like it's like it shows like a slice of pizza and it's like slices of banana on top of it. Oh uh, yeah. And someone's like, Hold up, hold up. I might have just done something. Yeah. <laughs> and someone's like, Don't move, I'm calling the police. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Alright. Well, James he'll give us a link to the map. We'll see what's what. Um that's that's one of my uh, trips I want to take, by the way. What? Uh, get shot outside of Grim Lake? Uh-huh. <laughs> that's like, correct. I want to be gunned down by the Air, Air Force's security. It's like, that is correct. Dream. That is correct. <laughs> While taking photos of some top-secret jet. Yep. It's uh, it's called Suicide by... Uh... <laughs> Law enforcement? <laughs> yeah, sure. Say Suicide by Cop, but it's not really No, this is an yet. escalation from Suicide by Cop. Suicide by Special Security Force Service. <laughs> yes. I you think be, they'd, you think they'd even shoot you? taken out by the unit. I don't think they'd even shoot you. No, I think you would just, you would be disappeared. Yeah. No, they, I think they'd arrest you and you just fucking, they'd be like, they'd take your camera and fucking like, get the fuck out of here. That's what I think they'd do. I don't think they'd do anything. I'd be like, whatever, fuck this guy. Yeah, they have they, the guys, they have one the guys in the, they have the guys <laughs> in the white pickup trucks. It's like one look, polo at, shirts. One, yeah, one yeah. look at me and Michael, and they'd be like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Drives up in the middle of nowhere, say, here, good luck. <laughs> if you need the exercise, Vegas is 30 miles that way. Like, oh. <laughs> yep. Well, you, you let me know when you guys are down to go die in the desert, and we'll, <laughs> we'll arrange it. We'll do. All right, cool. All right, so next up, I put this in here. This is another little, another malware was discovered. It's called Cross Rat. And the reason I thought it was interesting is because it's, uh, you know, it's kind of like it's it's a sign of our times. You know, like now you can be anything, right? You can, you know, a man, a woman, transgender, blah, blah, whatever. In theory. You know, all these things, right? So this this malware works with anything. So they discovered it. Originally, they discovered it on Android. 
but it also runs on Windows, Mac, Linux, and they've even confirmed it runs on Arch Linux, CentOS, Debian, Kali Linux, Fedora, HP UX. <laughs> Probably, it's it's Java based. Okay. Everything um, uses that, huh? Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Including our malware now. <laughs> um, they do mention though that Mac OS it doesn't include Java by default, so you would have to download and install it. So, that's one hurdle. Chances are you probably already have that, though, right? Java? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you you have a Mac, it doesn't come with it by default, but in your normal day-to-day browsing, you're likely to come across a need for it at some point in time. So you'll probably have it installed? It's possible. I'm not sure. Um, These days, I'm not sure. Okay. I know at work we have it installed on all the Macs. All right. Because people need it to access certain websites. But um, other than that, yeah, I don't know. It's becoming less and less. You know? But what a lot of people are doing, or what, what Java's doing now, they're they're eventually going to remove it from the web browsers entirely. Right. You know? HTML, HTML5 takes its place pretty much. Well, you'll, you, it, you can still have Java installed on your computer. It just won't run within the browser. Okay. You know? So uh, we actually updated one of our applications at work. And it can work that way now. Like if you have a, if you have a browser and Java doesn't work in it, you click on a little link on the website, and it just downloads a tiny little file. A little Java file, and then mm-hmm. you run that, and that launches the application. Okay, yeah. They have something similar. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yep, so watch out for this cross rat. Apparently it's from Lebanon. Well, <laughs> uh, no, I was thinking of Back to the Future. So I don't know how they found me, Marty. It's the Libyans. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> In a fucking shitty Volkswagen van with one AK-47. <laughs> and, and. And a time machine. And. Littering ends. Littering ends. What are they? What are the they? Plutonium? Sh- no, no, no. They. Oh, gets out no, of a they rocket have one rocket launcher. Yeah. Yeah. A rock- I guess that's a rocket propelled grenade or something. I don't know what it is. But James. Yeah. What is the difference between a rocket launcher and a rocket propelled grenade? Uh, well, an RPG is uh, the RPG. I think it's RPG Seven, RPG Nine. It's a it's a Russian thing. I don't think the I don't think the US has uses rocket propelled grenades. Maybe they do. I don't know. Maybe the they there probably is one that I don't know about. But a rocket launcher launches rockets. There's a difference between rockets and would know. so the Libyans from Back to the Future. Would you say they had a bazooka? Is a bazooka a brand name? I don't think so. I think that's some eighty shit. Okay. Well, uh, I don't think that's an actual. Th- I think that's like isn't a bazooka a, a hollow tube? I think that's like saying a machine gun. Okay. 
or or it might be like a 50s term for like you know a hollow tube that you launch whatever 50s shit they launched out but i don't it's not a term i've never heard of the anyone anyone i know in the military ever say a bazooka you know they've always said uh a recoilless rifle or a atm4 or a you know whatever you know there's they've they've said some like a particular name of a thing i've never heard the term bazooka so evan i just googled rocket propelled grenade and looked at images right that's what they had okay it's a it's a it's a RP it's an RPG seven or something right? I don't know. Uh, well, yeah, that's one of them. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Actually, yeah, you're right. That's a big grenade. Yeah. Well, I mean, it looks like a small football being rocketed towards you. So fair enough. Mm-hmm. I just think of you know. Maybe maybe there's a whole world of grenades I'm not aware about, and I only think about frag grenades, like the ones you toss into a foxhole or something like that, or a bunker, whatever. Pull the pin with your teeth, good way to crack your teeth. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Next like week, we all... delve into military technology. That's right. Yeah, they're all this Russian thing. Well, that makes sense. They had an AK. They have a yep rocket-propelled grenade. There you go. Yep. They also played bad guys in the movie, so they are Russian. Well, they're Libyans, but yeah. The Libyans! <laughs> <laughs> that was like the go-to bad guys. That's funny. They've been the go-to bad guys for a while, haven't they? This is the 80s. The, the, the Libyans were the 80s bitch. Um, Delta Force. It was the yeah. Libyans, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was always the Libyans, man. Fucking, I'm pretty sure the Libyans were the bad guys in that first Navy SEAL movie with Charlie Sheen, which was the best Navy SEAL movie. Hot Shots. No, fuck you, Michael. Platoon. No, it's called Navy SEALs. Oh, neither of you guys have seen that movie. Uh, I don't think so. That's like Top Gun. It's like a Top Gun s movie. Okay. Charlie I'll watch Sheen's it. fucking Balls Deep is great. And he has the guy from the unit in it. Balls Deep in his unit. Gotcha. Huh. Oh. No, I've never seen this movie. That's a great movie. <laughs> never Michael, even heard of it? it. Yeah, 1990. Link, put a link in your description, man. That's all, that, that fucking this show's great. Subscribe. Huh. Link in the description. Like if you like it, the video. Sorry, I couldn't resist. Yeah, put a link down there. <laughs> oh, Bill Paxson's in it. There you yes, go. Yes, yeah. Perfect. He's the leader. You can't you can't resist a Paxton, baby. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> if Bill Paxton's in it, that's a win right there. Pale Bill Paxton, Charlie Sheen, the black guy from the unit, whatever his name is. <laughs> I like how even the black guy has to say, "Oh, the and you know the black guy." Like, oh, okay. <laughs> he's got that buttery smooth voice, man. He does. You're he's in good guy, hands with Allstate. <laughs> he's the guy who your girlfriend hears when you're fucking her. You know, that's how it is. His voice is like fucking breast milk. It's just smooth and buttery. He's also in the movie uh, with Clint Eastwood and Gene Hackman, or Gene Hackman's the president. And Clint Eastwood uh, kills, sees him kill someone. What movie is that? Uh, oh, what's it called? It's not Murder at 1600, but it's something like that. Hmm. Absolute Power or something like that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolute power. That's what it is. Nineteen ninety. Dennis Haysbert. Yep, that's that's the black guy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, this is a good movie right here. 
I think all the Libyans were just Spanish guys, though. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, you know, uh, you know the movie Iron Eagle, right? <laughs> yes. So who are the bad guys in that? It's like some like unnamed, like you know, Middle Eastern country. Yeah, the Middle East was the bad Middle East. You know, it's funny. I thought the Russians, but it's the the Middle East were always the bad guys back then, in the major ones. All the mm-hmm. Iron Eagles, I'm pretty sure. Ingles. All the Iron <laughs> Eagles, I'm sure, were the, uh, what's it called? It's great movie, by the way, if you like crap. <laughs> Which I do. I like crap. You know, I can deal with it. There you, you go. Me. See? Exactly. You ever seen a movie called The Octagon? No. I feel like I have. It's a Chuck Norris movie. Of course. <laughs> it's as ridiculous as it sounds. Everyone should watch it if they haven't. Is it Sidekicks? Uh, Do you remember? Did you ever see that, Mike? I I think I have. Chuck Norris is Jonathan Brandis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I remember it. I remember. And uh, this one is is ridiculous, though. It's like, you must fight in the octagon. You know, it's like all crazy. It's got ninjas and shit, you know? Um, But anyway... So, I don't remember why we got onto Navy SEALs now, but... I was asking about RPGs. All right. All right. Well, let's move on to the movie, I mean sci-fi section <laughs> of the show called Sci-Fi. Haha. <laughs> no. So, last night I went to go see a movie that apparently has been nominated for several Academy Awards called The Shape of Water. Yep. And I'm sure you guys have seen an ad or a trailer for it at some point. Yep. Um, It's with an amphibious creature. Yep. And guess what? It was pretty good. Pretty damn good movie. I thought it looked good, and I was hoping that it has a minimal amount of like love story to it. Is that true? No, it's mostly love story. It's a lot of it. Yeah. Okay. I heard this movie was really weird. It is a weird movie, but I like, I like a couple things about it. It's weirdness is good. It's retro setting. I kind of like, yeah, it's set in 1962 in Baltimore. So it's local. What's up? And, uh, dude, the guy who plays, like, the main security guy or whatever, I I don't remember his name now, but it's, like, Gil or Gills or something. This guy is a fucking psycho. (laughs) He's a great actor. He plays the biggest piece of shit, (laughs) like, ever. It's amazing. It's amazing to watch. You're like, wow, this guy is just a, like, you hate him immediately. You're just like, yep, this is a bad dude. Hmm. And I got to say, the gal in the movie, the main gal, played by Sally Hawkins, who I'd never heard of before, but she does a great job. She does an excellent job. Good. I didn't realize this was a Guillermo del Toro I did film. not realize that either until I sat down and was, and the credits started, you know, at the beginning of the movie. And it's like Guillermo del Toro. I was like, oh, I didn't know it was a Guillermo del Toro movie. So, shows you how much I've been paying attention. 
<clears throat> so yeah, it's uh it's very good, very good. Highly recommend it. Thank you. Don't want to give away too much, so check it out. Um, I'm sure I will watch it mm-hmm. at some point. James, comments, questions? No. Okay. I have no interest in that movie. It looks fucking strange, and I don't like period shit. Unless it's like period of war, some stuff like that, like samurais or knights or something. So, yeah. So you only like period things if they're in the ancient, ancient past. That have to do with direct conflict. You know, like uh, Braveheart or something. You know, that's, uh-huh. Otherwise, I don't want to see something about, like, the 60s. You know, I don't... I don't, unless it's something really, unless it's something about some sci-fi shit. But I, otherwise, I'm not interested. I, like, I don't what up? This is some sci-fi <laughs> shit. Is it? Yeah, of course. I wasn't paying attention. I was watching uh, Navy SEALs yeah. uh, Tur- trailers the get, whole time. Get off. <laughs> you need to relinquish control of your browser for the three hours that we're on here every week. <laughs> Just about an, your an, an, an amphibious uh, creature, James. An amphibious yeah, so creature. The Shape of Water, if I remember correctly, is this the one? This is a... Uh, this. Okay, so if this is what I think it is, and and when I saw the trailer for this... Uh, hold on, let me look it up real quick. I'm pretty sure... Oh, let me click on your link. I'm pretty sure this is what I, what I think it is. Yeah. Okay, so when I saw this, I was like, I think that this is about a prequel to the future... Uh, uh, this is a prequel to Hellboy because the character in here looks like Abe from Hellboy. It that's it does. I don't think they're related, but well, Guillermo del Toro he did do Hellboy. Hellboy. Yes, so it's possible. Hmm, interesting. In any point in the movie, is that amphibious creature addressed as Abe, or does no. he eat boiled eggs? Is it, they make a note of that him eating boiled eggs. Yes. Yeah, so it's a okay, it, okay, it's a cool. it's a prequel. So I saw this and I thought this is a romantic prequel to Hellboy, and which makes sense because there's a new Hellboy movie coming out next year. But uh, honestly, huh. I don't want to see a romantic prequel to Hellboy. I would love to know more about Abe, but not like this, mm-hmm. you know. So I saw the, I saw this trailer a long time ago, and I th- I knew that's what I figured that's what it was. Interesting. I had no idea about that because. If if I've seen a Hellboy movie, I I'm sure I have, but I don't recall. So I don't remember anything about it. It was who a plays, very 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 long the, time uh, ago. Creature. Doug Jones. Doug Jones. Yeah, that's Hellboy. That's that's Abe. Same and that, that's also Saru from who... Star Trek Discovery. Oh, okay. okay, I was like, I don't know who Doug Jones is, but yeah, that's that's who it is. He's a big spindly motherfucker. Yep. Jesus, yeah. look at him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's uh, he's in Hellboy. Yeah, he's he's playing he's playing the same character. Yeah, Abe Sapien. Abe Sapien. That's it. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, that puts a whole new spin on this. I had no idea. Does it though, Michael? Does it? It kind of does. Didn't see actually, Hellboy, did you? I did see Hellboy whenever it came out. So, like, oh, okay. what, fifteen years ago? I don't know. It came out in two thousand seven, Mike. Two thousand eight, Michael. No. Two thousand no, two thousand six, I think. You're making that up or are you No, no, no. It's like two thousand six, two thousand two thousand five, two thousand six. The second one came out in two thousand eight, so it's probably two thousand six. Okay. Well then that's when I saw it. 
but yeah, it's. I mean, I'm looking forward to the next one, man. And I'm assuming this is this is going to be playing on that, or maybe they just said Guillermo del Toro said, "Yeah, I want to make a movie and have it be around Abe and whatever." 2004. <clears throat> there you go. Oh boy, 2004. So that's when I saw it. Yeah. And I haven't uh, seen it since. Are you, you upset Hellboy... that go there's going to be a new Hellboy? Me? Yeah. Or Michael? No. Like um, a new person playing it? No, because the guy who did Hellboy before, what's his name? Ron he Perlman. Was great... Ron Perlman was a great Hellboy. He's just too old now, I think, to do it well. You know, mm. I, I don't see a right reason. I, there's nothing wrong with replacing it. And the guy they're replacing him with is a good fit. Yeah. You know, he looks like a good Hell. He's going to be a good Hellboy. Um, my question is how far, and it doesn't look like they're going to get that far away from the old Hellboy series. Like as far as how he looks and stuff, they've cleaned up the design and stuff. But I wonder if it's a full reboot or if they're going to bring in. Because when I saw they used Abe again in this movie, I was like, well, maybe that means it's going to be kind of not too far of a departure. You know, they're going to bring the same guys Abe back, maybe dress him up a little bit. You know, and stuff like that. Because I would love like it's a cool universe. Honestly, the whole Hellboy universe is really cool. You know, instead of movies, just spend more time, like, building, you know, let me see the whole thing over, like, seven movies, you know, instead of, like, choking me out in the first two movies and say, we got to race to the finish, you know, and then, you know, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, do some universe building. These are all cool characters. Let me get a backstory. Let me get some information like they did with Marvel. Like, they did a good job there with Marvel. So, yeah. There's some backstory right here for you. Yeah. In the shape of water. (laughs) <laughs> are, are you, I'm going to shape your water. Is everybody up to date on Star Trek Discovery, by the way? I am, yes. No. Michael? Okay, Mike's, I, he hasn't watched any in months. He's on, like, episode three or four, right? Jesus, man. That Mike. is correct. Yeah. He's way behind. You're a fucking ninkin poop. I, you know, I don't want this show to be good. I want it to be bad. I want it to suck. I, I read somewhere weird. that it's going down. People aren't people aren't liking it. To be honest, the, the last, like... What three has it been three episodes or so of the of the mirror or alternate universe? Yeah, I don't really care for them. I like how it's closing out, but the time they spent in that mirror universe, I don't care about. I thought it was worse than, um, you know, the first half of the show. Really, I think, dude, I thought they delivered the shockers. My only problem is I see a, a clear plot hole. Um, that was left unexplored, so I don't know if they're going to go back to it or not. Mm. Um, but yeah, otherwise, I mean, I, I, I thought it was good, man. I, I had fun with it. I, I enjoy it. I love any of the Mirrored Universe stuff. I wish I'd seen more, like... I would love to see a show about the Mirrored Universe. Like, don't fuck around anymore. Let me see more. I want to learn about the Terran Empire and how I can join up. Right. You know? Fuck the alien races. Racism is great. I mean, what? <laughs> maybe maybe uh, Peter Weller in the... The penultimate episode of Star Trek Enterprise, uh, maybe he won out with his terrorist organization called oh. Terror Prime, and maybe that that became no, 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 yeah. The Terran Empire has been they're older than that in the workings for millennia. You don't you know thousands of years to the lore at all, or even if his shows apparently, Michael. Hmm. Well, okay then. Never mind. Yeah. Go watch the fucking Shape of Water, you, you cuck. No, <laughs> <laughs> you liberal cuck. No, no, no. It's like, no, you no. want some boiled eggs, you fucking... <laughs> <laughs> like, 
like whatever, man. Oh man, no, no, no. I mean, it's just, it's been around since you know inter- it was on Enterprise. So the Terran Empire's old. It's old. Oh right. Yeah. Um, Where Hoshi was the Empress. Mm, Hoshi. Hmm. Who's this, James? I can relax. Make that the cover art of this this show, Evan. It's not a thing. Just Hoshi. Make it the cover art. Put it, put that so whenever anyone search for a podcast, they just see Hoshi. Hoshi's midriff. Can just I put your, on her your face button. on her body? Yeah, just put my face as her belly button. So you <laughs> zoom in, all you see is my face. <laughs> all right. But you have to look really closely. Yeah. All right. What's next? All right. So this is obviously is not out yet, this movie. Um but I just wanted to, to point it out to everyone in case they hadn't seen the, the trailer yet for this. Called Annihilation. It comes out in uh, towards the end of February. And it's got I guess, something, something aliens, something, something like that. Looks interesting. Got Natalie Portman in it. That's her name, right? Yeah. yeah. I saw the trailer for this a while ago, I think. Um, and was not too excited about it. Hmm. Well, okay. So I probably... I'll watch it in like a year and a half. And then you'll be not impressed? Yeah. I'll have to watch it in like 30-minute segments. Just to keep my sanity, you know? Oh, yeah, this looks dumb. This looks like another another knockoff of that other alien. You know, there's I realize in this world there's two kinds of alien movies, right? There's alien movies that like are getting shit done. And then there's alien movies that try to explore the beauty of what it might be like to discover some kind of an alien thing, but leave it super vague. So there's zero understanding brought, brought through the end, except for a moral purpose about being better people. And when I see those movies, I'm like, this is cool, but really I want to just go get pussy instead of watching this. I mean, you know what I mean? What's that one that just came out that I keep mixing the name up and I said that the girl from The Office was in the movie and you guys said no? Um, That's Arrival. Arrival, yeah. Right. So that one is one of them. Like, that movie didn't even make any sense. I thought it was a great movie. I thought it was good too, but it didn't make any fucking sense. The time travel part of it was just so many holes in that time travel process. Uh, I I think they actually explained it pretty well. No, 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 no. You can like go one layer deep and then you get law. Then you're like, what the hell? Go watch well, it again and go more than one layer deep on the time travel thing. And you'll be like, this doesn't make sense. Trust me. Or so, maybe it depends. Okay. I don't know. Okay. 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 It okay. didn't make sense to me. I <laughs> thought it was a good movie, though. And I feel like this is going to be more of that, you know, especially when you put Natalie Portman in it. So it's going to be a good movie. It'll probably be great, but that's not going to be for me. I'm not going to watch. I'll watch a shitty cam of it, like I did the at the arrival or the activity or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> the arrival or activity or office. Yeah. Then we're back to the office. It's Jenna Fisher. Yeah. It's yeah. not Jenna Fisher. It looks just like her. They're cousins. Amy Adams looks I a can... little bit like Jennifer Jenna Fisher. <laughs> I thought her and Amy Schumer were the same person for a while. You're an idiot. What? You're a fucking idiot. Your eyes are just fucking balls of Play-Doh. Put, up <laughs> Put your a picture head. of all three of them next to each other, and you're going to be like, yeah, they look very similar. Not Amy Schumer. Yes, Amy Schumer, too. 
Amy I... Schumer looks like she ate Amy Fisher. Okay. <laughs> Agreed. And all these women are named Amy, which also makes it. That do all really do all mics look similar? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> you know, at times someone's gone between be like, "You have a brother?" Like, no, I don't. <laughs> That's because whoever's Sorry. asking you that is it's someone like you who can't pay attention to what people look. Oh, like. Oh, dude. So <laughs> that reminded me of something. Last week I went to uh, a very white person store called Tuesday Morning. I'm sure you oh, heard you've heard oh, of it. Yeah. Occasionally shop there, just like see see if they have any deals or whatever. And I was standing in one aisle, like looking at like cups or something, and I had like soap in my hand. Very, you know, I'm just standing there wearing a sweatshirt and jeans. Some lady's like, "Can you ring me up?" I'm like, "I don't work here." Jesus. <laughs> you know, that hasn't happened to me in a while. Good. Yeah, I'm losing my. I need to go get a job at CVS part time, and that way I get my my thousand yard stare back. <laughs> yeah, I've noticed a lot of people don't even ask if you work here; they just like ask for something. I always preface something with, "Do you work here?" or "Excuse me, do you work here?" But a lot of people uh, I encounter do not seem to do that. Well, I always, I never ask if they work here. But I look and make sure they work here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not. Like, a, I'm not an idiot. I'm like, excuse me. I already know they. You know, like, yeah. if your if your shirt doesn't say Target on it, I'm gonna assume you don't work here. Right. You know, there places have uniforms. It very rarely do you go into a store and someone just wearing jeans and a t-shirt, unless you go on a Trader Joe's or something. In which case, you're not allowed to ask questions because you're an uppity prick asshole, just like the people who work there. <laughs> and you should already know that you're looking for a gluten free. Fucking goat butter or whatever. <laughs> so, do you have gluten free gluten cubes? What? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like uh, you gotta you, you gotta start going into places and asking for the opposite. You know, like like uh, do you have gluten added? Uh, <laughs> do you have cookies with gluten added to them? I want more gluten. You I can want, actually. You know, get I don't that. want sugar free. I want extra sugar. <laughs> uh, you can get that at uh, some grocery stores if you go in where they have like Bob's Red Mill products if you've heard of those like grains and stuff they'll have a bag of vital wheat gluten which is like 85% gluten <laughs> Jesus nice I like it we should just make gluten chips <laughs> <laughs> just eat this powder Oh boy! All right, James. Altered carbon. He am he is I and I am him. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay, so altered carbon uh, came out on Netflix on Friday, and like the crackhead that I am, I consumed it all. In one day, in a one day, in a one day sitting on Saturday morning, um, it's awesome. Honestly. How many episodes? Ten episodes, not enough. Uh, basically, it's imagine Blade Runner or uh, uh, was it surrogates? The shell, uh, surrogates, but more gritty. You know. So basically, what Ultra Carbon is is 
the premise of the show is this guy is a prisoner. His prison system, his prison, his prison prison sentence is commuted, and he is basically what that happens is they take you if you get caught if you do Jesus I can't talk if you do a crime they pull out your stack okay your stack is is a little cube that sits at the base of your spine uh, under your head or at the top of your spine right where your neck joint your head meets your your uh, spine and that's where your consciousness is stored. Okay, that was created by alien technology they found, alien metals or something that someone found, and that created the stack, and they were able to use that to basically no one dies anymore. Uh, so you take the stack, they take your stack, they lock it away, they put it in deep freeze, and you're just basically dead. Like, you don't hear, you don't see nothing. They take your body, and they recycle it. Like, somebody else gets your body, you know? Um, and... You're just, that's it, you know? And then, so this guy was like that. 250 years, they woke him up. They're like, here, 250 years went by. Uh, you're, you're now property of this guy. He owns your he owns your body until you meet the requirements of his lease or whatever. So uh, the main character is brought back to solve the murder of a very rich guy who he was killed in a closed room with a gun that only he could use him and his wife could use. And the whole idea is to figure out what happened. And so it's like, uh, I would say if you want to compare this story to anything is a hard boiled cop drama from like the 1940s, but it takes place in an intensely far off future with crazy levels of tech, but not so crazy that you couldn't believe it. There's cool AI and lots of craziness. And honestly, someone gave a lot of thought to what would happen if people couldn't die and the some of the stuff I, I honestly the theme you know for some reason tv shows and movies have to have a theme right they have to tell us a story they have to teach us a lesson about what it means to be better human beings like why we learn lessons from tv i don't know but for some reason tv wants to teach us lessons so the lesson that this show teaches you is human beings shouldn't live forever and uh you should just die <laughs> Of course, the lesson I derive from it is like the future's gonna be awesome. I wish I'd be alive for this world. I want to live forever, <laughs> you know. Um, so the stacks, basically, to get the body you want and to get clones of your body, it costs a lot of money. To get the body that you want, costs a lot of money. All kinds of things. And if you have the money, you can do anything. So the people who have lots of money are basically gods. You know, they're like beyond trillionaires you know that's how rich they are it's fucking stupid how rich they are um and everyone else is super poor and if you go to like there's one instance that they showed of some of uh, the girl came out of deep freeze the same time the guy the main character came out of deep freeze and they put her body they put her her stack in a random body and it was an old lady it was like a 50 year old woman or something and the guy was like the guy, the guy, the girl came out and she was like, she was like, mommy. And she went and hugged this lady and the lady's like, oh my God, this is my daughter. And her father was like, yo, what the fuck did you do to my daughter? She's seven years old. Why did you put her stack in a fucking, like a seven year old woman's body? You know? So like, if you don't have the money, you're just fucked, you know? So there's a lot of inequality and stuff, but it's, it makes for a good story. So it's like cyberpunk, futuristic, you know, it's 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 fun. It's definitely wor totally worth watching. Totally worth 
downloading illegally if that's what you're gonna get it if that's how you get it um i really enjoyed it um the lesson thing is bullshit honestly uh it's a little overbearing to me but uh for the most part it's worth watching it's 100 percent worth watching it's excellent and well done i can't wait for the next season i'm sure there will be one you know yeah good stuff Altered noted carbon. yeah if you're looking for shows to binge watch, James, check out um, a show called Travelers. You might like it. Travelers? I'll check yeah. it out. There's, there are two seasons so far. Travelers, okay. Um, the next thing I have in sci-fi here is... Uh, no questions about Ultra Carbon? We're good? 100%? No. Okay. So the next thing I have here is uh, Recreators. So this is if you have Amazon Prime, you can watch this. It's anime, uh, which I know a lot of people are like, eh, I don't care about anime. But honestly, there's a lot of good animes this year. This one was recommended by one of the top anime guys on Facebook, on, on YouTube, named Giguk. Uh And he, after rating all the animes, is saying, this is good for that, this is good for this, best fight scenes here, this, that, and other thing. He's like, but the shittiest anime, excuse me, I just knocked my mic, the shittiest anime that I had the most fun with was Recreators. And so I went and watched it to see what the hype was about. And man, this anime is fucking great. Okay. Just imagine you took all of the fucking, it's like, it's a meta. It's meta as fuck. Like the main character, he lives in a regular world. Everything's chill. And then characters from video games, movies, TV, and uh, animes start coming into the world and battling it out. So, obviously, they couldn't use real characters from other shows, but they have characters from, uh, they have characters like mechs, like big-ass, like, robots, uh, magical girls, if you know what that is, it's an anime thing, um, female superhero protagonists, bad guys, all kinds of villains, it's fucking great, dude. The one character in there that I'm absolutely in love with is, uh, is a schoolgirl who's like a, the bad guy character from the book she's in. And she comes to the world and her whole thing is she turns, her superpower is to turn the, a lie into the truth. And that with that, with these words, she can bend reality to make a lie the truth or the, tr- the truth a lie. And so she uses it in a really, in this really cool ways to get what she wants. And it's fun. I mean, it's well drawn. It's a good time. It's a, f- it's a fun ass anime. It's short, 22 episodes in and out, you know, and it's finished. You know, there's nothing else to wait for. It's awesome. The music is fucking great. The direction is great. Everything, the fight choreography is great. Everything about it is really good. It's just fun. So yeah. that character's superpower is fake news. Basically, yeah. Basically. But the way, of course, in Japan, everything they do is like they do it with this great hype. Like she has this phrase she does. She's phrase she says, and I don't remember what it was, but she has this phrase she says every time. Um, and then <laughs> one of the characters, actually, that they bring back in the, like, I'm going to say second stanza, but it's like the second the second phase of the series Um She's a she's a character from a visual novel, or a eroge um, dating simulator. So it's a it's an it's a hentai game, and she comes like so. The rest of the characters are all normal characters from stuff, and then you have this hentai character who is like a classic Japanese hentai character who's like 
a school regular schoolgirl, but then I guess she has graphic sex in her game with the main male protagonist. So she comes to the world and everyone knows who she is and everyone knows all about her life and she's crying and it's fucking hilarious and she has no powers. And it's just like, like her power is just like fucking to be a hentai character. And it's just really funny until the authors learn that they can change things and they alter her character to give her powers and stuff. It's fun, man. It's a lot of fun. It's a good. It's a good show. Very enjoyable. You can have a good time if you watch it. You have a good time. I guarantee you. Is it dubbed or subtitled? Uh, it's. I think it's dubbed and subbed. Actually, okay. um, I watched the sub, but uh, I'm gonna check really quickly. But I'm pretty sure it's dubbed and subbed. Okay. Cool. Cool. So, um, yeah. one thing I wanted to mention before we. Uh, move on so actually i saw two movies this weekend i saw so i said i already told you about the shape of water then the night before i went to go see insidious the final chapter or whatever no no that's all i have to say was it was no good or was it like fucking terrifying no no good Okay. I was like, that's it? That's the movie? It's like, this is the most terrifying movie of all time. What did I get out of here, man? Like, this ain't nothing. I feel like Insidious is a good concept, but I feel like they beat it to death. I've never seen any of the other movies. So the first one was the one where they're in the house and the lady sticks her head out down the stairs and she's in the house alone. And then all you see is like some hands appear next to her head clapping and she's like, oh! (laughs) <laughs> like that shit is terrifying but you know the movie has its like psychological thriller type parts mm-hmm. so it's good for that but I think that I feel like I feel like horror movies shouldn't go past like a one or two because it just you can beat a concept to death and that's probably what happened with Insidious I didn't see any other one except for one and two and the second one was like blah to me so hmm. yeah this one was was not great not great. Um, I, I do not recommend anyone go see it. Um, <clears throat> while I was waiting to see the movie, they advertised a, mo- a new TV show coming on TBS. That looks like something I may want to watch called Final Space. It's animated. It looks it's funny. Um, and it looks interesting. I put a link in the show notes. And we can check it out. I think it starts in February, towards the end of February. Um, there's a couple trailers and things here on the on the on the link. So, just encourage everyone to check that out whenever you get a chance. It's yeah. almost got like an anime slash, not really anime, but like a almost like a Family Guy, American Dad kind of animated, but not Japanese style anime. Yeah. Looks like Gravity Falls. There you go. There you go. Cool. So yeah, might be cool. Might be cool. Looked interesting. So check it out. Um, let's see. All right. So James, you want to talk to us about Orbis VR? James uh, found yeah. something interesting. <laughs> oh, I know. Uh, just it's so the movie's called The Conjuring. It's not Insidious. It's The Conjuring. 
and that's the movie with the clap scene. Okay. Ah. Oh okay. god. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched it. It's fucking terrifying. I'm gonna put this link in the show notes. If you want to fucking be terrified really quickly, this is like this is good horror right here. Like I, I'm not a horror guy, but this is good horror. So I have um, downloaded Conjuring, Conjuring Two, um, Insidious, Insidious Chapter Two, Annabelle Creation. That I think is dumb. I don't know. I don't know anything. They've about spun it. off the Conjuring into a million different little things. Oh, is that, sub is franchises. That a, is yeah. that part of that? Yeah, because okay. basically they took the Conjuring and they took a lot of the characters and things from the Conjuring and made them into their stuff. So, anywho, um, oh, I feel. Um, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm done. Uh, oh, okay. Well, I was gonna say, uh, Evan, I, I don't, I forget if we talked about this already, but we didn't talk about it on the show. So, I watched, I rewatched Cube. Yeah, the movie Cube. And then I watched its sequel, Cube 2 Hypercube. Uh-huh. And then? Which I had never seen before. Um, and did then you I, see the third one? I downloaded the third one, but I did not watch it. Okay. What about Cube 2, Cube Harder, Cubington the third? <laughs> well, the third one's called Cube Zero. Oh. Yeah. It's a prequel. Kind of. Well, yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, so the first one is absolutely the best. Um, the third one I would probably say is okay. Mm-hmm. That's like, you know, a five out of 10 and uh cube two was awful from what I remember. I kind of, I kind of, I kind of liked it, but, uh, more than the first one. No, I wouldn't say that. Okay. But the only thing I didn't like is the, some of the effects were not great. Right. Some of the effects were cool, and then some of them were garbage. Mm-hmm. Which so, one is, what is Cube? Is, is this a prison thing? Where they're trapped in the cube? Yes. Yeah. And so James may have just given a little bit of Cube 3 away. So we'll just, uh, we'll just <laughs> totally go ahead and do that. I guarantee you that. <laughs> it's, it, most, I mean, I'll say Cube 3 sort of takes place from the perspective of essentially a prison guard who gets put into the prison system, which is the, the definition cube. of irony. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is like, you know, the cube and he escapes and drama, you know, watch it. But, uh, the first one's definitely the best. I feel like I've seen cube three actually. Now that I think about that, now that you said that, so, hmm. okay, I see, I'm looking at cube one here, and I feel like I saw this. Or maybe I saw one that had a bunch of people in one cube together? Does yeah, that that's right? what it is. That's cube they, one. So it's like, a, yeah. it's like a lattice, or like a structure, and everyone pretty much wakes up in their own, yeah. but they they gather together, and then try to make it out. This is terrible. Through, through the traps and whatnot. Absolutely terrifying. What would you do if you were winning one of these cubes, Michael? <laughs> Sit down in the middle and wait. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what I would do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what are you supposed to do? I don't know. Try to figure out the puzzles. Around. I wouldn't crawl around. Yeah, but I mean, I, that's probably what I would do. I'd be like, all right. Mike, you'll notice... 
you you said you have seen the first one, so you noticed some of the familiar faces from uh, sci-fi television shows. Only one, Doctor Rodney McKay. Nope. Esri Dax. Yep. Yep. It's the only one I knew. The rest of those people are who's that? Doctor Rodney McKay is from Stargate. Ah, that's why I wouldn't know. Bro, binge watch. First of all, catch up on Star Trek Discovery, and then watch Stargate Universe, and then watch Stargate SG-1. So I've seen most of Stargate Universe. Okay. And you know how I feel about Stargate SG-1. So. Alright, well, screw you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. At least catch up on Discovery. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Last last movie I want to mention, and then we can we can leave this section. I downloaded and rewatched Flight of the Navigator. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I had not seen that movie in an extremely long time. Probably since the early nineties. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently it came out in 1986, and it, I, I I guess I didn't really remember a lot of it, or I, maybe I'd never seen it from the beginning. I don't know, but it's kind of a crazy movie. Yes, it is. One last thing about Cube, all of their characters' names are names of prisons. Ah. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. One of them is two characters combined is the name of prison. Uh, Dr. Rodney McKay from Stargate and Esri Dax are named Levin and Worth. Oh, okay. So is Ren a prison in France or something? Yes. I see. Yeah, he's like, it's French. All right, good talk. Flight of the Navigator. Everyone should watch that. Great movie. I tried to find the movie Daryl, but uh, I had trouble locating that. The internet has hidden it from from plain view for good reasons. <laughs> Daryl's you... a great movie. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's like you know, you, you like Daryl? <laughs> yeah, basically, I'm triggered now. That was a great movie. You have to go on the deep web. Fucker. <laughs> Well, the problem is I tried just typing Daryl, and that doesn't work. So I tried typing D dot A dot R, you know, that didn't work. So I was like, all right, I don't know. I don't know what to do anymore. So there's there's probably a way to to find it. I just haven't found it yet. I'll find it. Hmm? I'll find it. Okay. So, James, back to, uh, sorry, I kind of derailed us there, but no, uh, something called Orbus. Yeah, What's that? so. What's that? Uh, Looks like Second Life. What do we got? Yeah, no, it's not Second Life. This is a MMORPG. I feel like I talked about this uh, before. The only reason I'm posting it now is because I just picked it up. So this is the, the new VR game I bought. I'm gonna, I haven't started playing it yet, but I'm just, I just wanted to post it in here. I am going to start playing it, and I'm going to try to let this absorb all of my free time um, leveling my character. But it's a fully, fully, as they say, fully realized VR MMORPG 
uh, for room scale virtual reality. And the cool thing about this game is it has a bunch of classes and stuff. Uh, you have like the bag of holding and all that, all that stuff. You can carry a bunch of stuff you can do. It, this takes really good advantage of VR in the sense that when you're like making things, like if you do crafting, you can actually like do the activity and it will, then it will like kind of jump ahead and craft the thing. Um, there's a, when you're making potions and stuff, you know, you take the, you take like the flower petal, you drop it in the pot, you take, you know, this thing, you put it in the pot, then you use a stirring spoon to stir the shit up and make a big mess. And then you dip your thing in there and it pulls out a vial of healing potion or whatever. I mean, it's that kind of stuff. It's kind of cool. The concept is very interesting and I want to try it out. And the magic system is like really smart. So with the magic system, you can actually draw, you draw runes in the air and that will put the, uh, like if you like want a freezing spell or whatever, you draw the rune for freezing and then, you know, now you can cast a freezing spell. So it's kind of cool. It's it's a smart it's a smart magic system. It's a smart it's smart. It's well done for VR, and it was only like thirty bucks. So I was like, why the hell not? Why not? So is it like a VR World of Warcraft? Uh, yeah, I guess, but it doesn't look like, it doesn't look like shit like the World of Warcraft does. It's not like RTS trash Ooh. like RTS. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, WoW fucking looks like garbage. The two guys at my job, Matt and uh, Mark and Sam, are trying to convince me to play WoW, Vanilla WoW with them when they come out with Vanilla WoW. And I'm like, dude, I like my time. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm not trying to get sucked into... do know someone else some... who plays WoW? Who, who else plays... Oh, yeah. What's called plays WoW? He wanted me to play WoW, too, but I can't, dude. I just can't. It's too much. You, you, get, you get too sucked in. It's too much to do. This game, there's not that much to do. I mean, it's probably like... A, there's probably like a fucking like three days of activities in this game. They're still working on it. They're still adding stuff, and it's more like an experiment, just for me to see what VR could be like and and see to learn more about UI and stuff like that. Um, otherwise, you know, it's this is very basic. You know, it's a very basic game. They there's going to be trading and economy stuff they're going to add, but it's not in the game yet. You know, but it's cool. So that's that's why I'm into this. But otherwise, you know. And there's something about VR, dude. There's just something about being in VR. It just it changes things. It makes you do things you wouldn't normally want to do. Like VR chat is a great example of that. Like the whole concept looks dumb. But as soon as you wear VR and you're looking around and you're like, people are coming all close to your face and shit, you're like, oh, okay, I get it, you know? So, yeah. Hmm. That's all I had to say about that. All right. Next up, pirate drama. Speak. Ooh. Okay, so <laughs> last Saturday, one of the devs said on the forums that he was going to make a that there were not going to be the ability to steal ships in game. Yeah, that's what I saw. Yeah, so that caused a shit ton of drama. It was a big mess, and for the whole week, it was like hot like fire in the forums. Um, Basically, it would negate the ability for pirates to really do anything. Because, see, what would happen is, like, I'll give my org for an existence, right? Um, for for an existence. For an example. Um, so we have a small group dedicated to boarding operations. We have a small group dedicated to fighter operations. We have a small group ne- dedicated to capital ship operations. Um, all those things go all together, okay? But... In this game, there's permadeath. So why would I send, why would I 
take the time to escalate everyone's risk by trying to stop a ship or blow the engines off a ship, get my boarding team on the ship, and then have them do a high-risk boarding operation if I don't have the option to steal the ship at the end. Like, there's no advantage for me to, like, say, board an Idris, which is, like, the main one of the main capital ships in the game. Uh, steal like, its cargo? It doesn't carry. It doesn't really carry cargo. Um, and as far as cargo is concerned, you can blow a ship up, and the cargo will just be pushed out to space. So you can get the cargo after the ship's been destroyed. So there's no advantage for me to, to not just blow ships up, you know? So this is bad. It's bad all around because it's going to turn... It's going to turn... There's already a lot of pirates in the game who just want to fucking play the game in in easy mode and just blow everybody up. They're just griefing. Then there's guys who, like me, who really want to go in and, like, fucking have a go of it playing on extra hard mode, which is being a regular pirate. Um, but you're not... There's no reason for me to do that if I can't have any kind of a high-risk, high-reward. Like, where's my high-reward? Getting the cargo is not a high-reward. I can just go mine. It'll be super easy. You know? Um, I can do what the fucking white the white side players are, which is easy as fuck, and have the same reward. It doesn't make sense. So that's the that's the one part of the drama. The other part of the drama was there's several different. Uh, how can I say this? There's several different organizations in the game dedicated to metagaming, um, dedicated to information collection, information running, all kinds of stuff. And I'll just say like this, one group, a new guy came into the game and he said, I want to join all the pirate orgs under one banner um, and I want to write a pirate code of conduct. And the devs at CIG loved the idea, right? They were totally excited about the idea. So uh, another group who's been around for a long time, said, no, we don't like that idea. And they tried to sabotage this other guy's idea. So it's just basically all week back and forth, there was like all this like like kind of behind the backroom dealing and like take screenshots of this guy's chat. I want to see what he said. And what did he say about me? And da-da-da-da. It's like a bunch of like fucking girlfriend-boyfriend shit. And it was honestly the worst thing about Star Citizen this week. Um that's probably the, my my least favorite part of the game. Actually, is like people, is all the fucking metagame bullshit. You know, like I can't wait for the game to start. Then I won't have to. I'll have to. I'll have less people. There'll be less to worry about. You know, everything that we get metagaming wise will be more actionable. Right now, it's not actionable. Like, oh, we heard this group has like these ships. Like, who gives a fuck? You know, the ships aren't in the game yet. We don't play with them. The servers aren't up. I mean, what the fuck? Who cares? You know. So, yeah. Mm. Drama. Now, James, regarding the stealing ships. Yeah. I thought I read that no, you can't steal it and like use it, but you could steal it and like sell it for parts or something. So that's what they said, right? They said they said no, we'll we'll let you part it out, but you can't you can either keep so you steal a ship, you can have the ship for the amount of time that you are online. But once you log off, the ship will be returned. Or won't return, it'll disappear. Because their fear is that, like, Evan will steal, like, Evan will come online, I'll say, hey, you want to get a free fighter? He'll steal my fighter, and then it'll be his. They've already said, though, a long time ago, they said, if you steal a ship, we're going to make it hard. So, if, if Evan stole a ship from me under the old rules, it would take me so many days to get the ship back. 
you know, of waiting um, because it's insurance. insurance through my insurance. Yeah. And Evan would then have a hot stolen ship that he could not fly anywhere except for the null sec or zero security areas of space, which is super dangerous. He'd have to take the ship from, from into a zero security space and then get it registered, pay an absorbent fee to get it registered to get fake a fake UAC UEC Hulk uh, UEE Hulk code on it, so he could then then fly it around, you know. But he would do it at a significant expense, um, not the price of buying the ship, but still an expense nonetheless. That way, everybody gets their money. There, you can't clone free ships, and everyone's happy. This 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 dev either didn't read that or they never went back to that information and that was like from like several, like two or three years ago that was said. Well, this dev said someone asked him about that after his comment and he said I don't know. He said if that was discussed, it's not being worked on. So that was of course caused a huge thing because honestly, this whole game is vapor right now. So if you as the devs say we're gonna do a thing and then two three years later you can say no, we never worked on that. I don't know what you're talking about. Everyone's gonna be upset across the board. The only people that weren't upset were the White Knights and the Care Bears. Um, they were very happy. They didn't give a shit because... But the problem is they don't realize the the ratio of pirates to uh, regular players. How many how many pirates do you think there are in the game? By percentage, if you were to guess. 15%. Evan. Do you have a number? I have a number. I have an exact number. 32%. No, three percent. Oh, so three percent of the game's population is pirates or illegal, illegal players, players that are going to do dark side stuff dedicatedly. Um, what up? And then thirty percent of the game's population is security players, people doing security organizations, PMC organizations, or legal law enforcement roles. So, yeah, you can see a problem there. So the thing is, if pirates go away, what's going to happen to the gameplay? What's going to happen to PvP? You know, or if all three percent of the pirates become like uh, goons, goon swarm, you know, that's only going to last for so long before they get tired of getting permed, and they're just going to go either quit or go play as fucking good side guys. So it, it you know, something has to be done to cultivate the piracy in the game. To to because it is a viable play, a viable play way to play the game, and so we're gonna see what happens with that, and hopefully have these mechanics get worked out over the next coming coming months, probably. This game seems like a lot to deal with. Do you think your life would be better without it? <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest with you. No. Just cut cut your losses and run. So so the so the metagaming stuff is a lot to deal with, and it's super annoying. <laughs> Only reason I have to deal with it is because I'm I run an org, and the thing is, it's like, it's like it's like nuclear weapons aren't cool, but we have to deal with them because our enemies have them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's the same thing with that. It's it's not something I like that we have to that that is part of my existence in this game, but it's it's everywhere, and you know, information is power. You know, whether it's even though the game is not started yet. You know, just to know how someone's thinking might help you when the game starts later. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. It's not I. I but you know, as far as otherwise, I have not seen a game so far that scratches the surface of what Star Citizen will be. You know, 
Like if I like, let's be honest. The future of gaming is pro- for most people is probably going to be MMO par- or RPGs or social social experiences. You know, do you, do you think that once it's once Star Citizen is actually fully released, that the drama and intensity with which people play will die down or no. escalate to a certain point where you don't even want to deal with it anymore and you quit anyways? It'll settle. I, I don't think it'll reach a point where I where I'll quit, but it, the the drama will settle. Um, I think it'll be like Eve, you know. And I think for most players, I think it's always coming waves. Thing, yeah, I think it's always going to be a thing. It's always going to exist because you have too many people with too much money invested. If no money was invested, you'd have drama and you could just ignore it. But people have thousands upon thousands of dollars. Dude, they just released tears, and I have a lot of money in that game, right? <laughs> Too much, so okay. But one of the tiers is a thirty-five thousand dollar tier. <laughs> they would not have a tier for free gifts for concierge package holders. They wouldn't have a tier for thirty-five thousand dollar holders unless there were some. So somebody has thirty-five grand in this game. What is? What are the features of that tier? You get fucking. At one of everything. No, I mean, if so, if you have the thirty-five thousand dollar tier, you get one of every ship that was been released. Uh, that that's been released for sale. Mm-hmm. Okay. In some cases, you get multiple models, but every ship that's been everything that's been released, you get it. It's called the completionist package. If you have that, if you get that, but if you spent that much, if you spent over a thousand dollars in the game, you get what's called concierge level service. So concierge level service gets you stuff like, um. Quick turnaround time on tickets, uh, preferred access when the game, when the PTU is released, uh, the test universe is released, um, first pick on questions when it comes to like asking the devs questions for subscriber town halls and stuff, um, first pick on uh, tickets to go to shows and things like that. It's stuff like that. Are you a concierge yeah. level user, James? I am, yes. Wow. I have. Probably seventeen hundred dollars in the game. Probably. I thought you were going to say thirty-eight thousand dollars in the game. Yeah, fucking yeah, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> well, already, already, what he has, I'm like. <gasps> I mean, that, it took me three years to do that. It yeah. took me three years, and almost everything I bought in that game, I bought, I bought piecemeal. Most of the ships I bought are like fifty-dollar ships. The only reason it's that high is because I have one ship that costs three fifty, and I have one ship that costs. $750 that mm-hmm. I bought that me, me and another guy bought and then he quit and I bought the rest of the I bought I bought him out of his part of the ownership of the, of the ship so it's a bunch of little ships and then like two maybe two or three big ships um ooh, you know I need to start playing this thing but here's the thing right <laughs> so there's an if there's an art and this is this is like honestly probably the biggest thing that's going to come out of Star Citizen in like five or six years is a bunch of people saying you know, um, I made a lot of money selling ships in the game or selling ships outside of the game because uh, there's an article, I think Kotaku wrote an article about a guy who bought a car. Mm-hmm. He bought a used car. Like, he, he bought a bunch of ships in the game when the game first came out. Then he slowly sold off his ships and he used the money to uh, start a business selling, buying and selling ships, of buying ships in the game then selling them on the gray market. Buying ships in the game and selling the gray market. And he got up to like you know he got he got like five or six thousand dollars to buy put down on a used car. The used car is a piece of shit, but that's what he did. 
And I thought, oh, that's pretty cool, you know? But I thought the car's a piece of shit, so fuck this guy. <sighs> Excuse me. So um, another guy I just talked to this weekend, he told me, he's like, I have $40,000 in this game. And I was kind of shocked, right? I was blown away. And I was like, how do you have $40,000 in this game? He's like, well, I have, he's like, I have the completions package. Every ship in the completions package is lifetime warranty. And then I sell the ships off on the gray market with cheap lifetime warranties. And I make 25% markup on every ship I sell. He's like, so I'm making tons of money off this game. Hmm. And, you know, that's the thing, right? People, because the beautiful thing about this from an economic standpoint is they come out with a ship for $5, right? They don't release the ship again until next year. And when they release it again next year, it's seven fifty. And it doesn't have lifetime insurance. Mm-hmm. So the people who got it when it was five can now sell it for more money. And every year it costs more money. And every year it doesn't have insurance or the insurance type, the time the insurance has on it is less. So if you have the ship with lifetime insurance, you're in good shape. You know? So God forbid this game falls apart or I say, fuck this game and I'm done. I will sell my Polaris uh, torpedo boat. I'll sell it probably for like 1200 bucks, hmm. you know? And my other ship, I'll sell it for probably six hundred bucks, you know. So I'm, 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 I mean, honestly, as long as it doesn't come to a point where it starts it, where CIG's like, we're not making the game anymore, we're done, then I'm fucked. But if that doesn't happen and the game continues to exist, I'm in good shape. You know, I can make, I can come out of this on top, or at least with my money back. Yep. You know. Speaking of um, spending tons of money on virtual items, did you hear about the guy who spent? above a little over $60,000 on one uh, skin for CSGO. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. One skin for one of the guns, which is virtually signed by one of the Cloud9 players who just won uh, the major, which is like a worldwide tournament. The day after they won, some guy spent sixty-one grand or something and bought that skin for one of his guns. Why? Same question, James. So the difference between me and that guy is I didn't spend $61,000 on a game that's like 10 years old that's not going to be around for in 10 years from now, you know, and the skin is going to be like basically a non-thing. Like all these fucking kids are spending all this money on stuff. They forgot that these fucking things go away after a while. Star Citizen isn't out yet. So I have 10 years of investment and <laughs> I plan on playing like I barely play any games. I plan on playing Star Citizen to be my main game. Like, I plan my entire life around this game. If you plan your entire life around some repetitive bullshit like fucking CSGO that has unrealistic physics, weird gameplay mechanics, and only, like, only like what, 10 or 15 built-in maps and then a bunch of really garbage user community-created maps and, like, only, like, four player gameplay modes, dude, get wrecked. Okay, and it's not even going to be around. Someone's going to come out with a better version eventually. Every every fucking day, someone's coming out with a better CS:GO, and CS:GO players are like scratching their head, you know. So I don't know what's going to happen with that, and I don't know why. I don't think that's a wise investment, you know. I'm I know with Star Citizen, my limit. I spent more than I ever wanted to spend on that game, and I have no intention of buying, spending more money on ships. And I'm not. I haven't since that money. The last ship I bought, I haven't bought any more, spending more money, you know. And I don't plan to. You know, every other ship can be attained in game, you know, and that's what I'll do. You know? Excellent. 
I hope I hope they will allow you to keep oh, your they, stolen ships. They announced it that they they said on Friday they would. They released. Okay. They said, "Oh yeah." They said, "Oh, that guy was uh, talking about right now." He said, "Right now, you can't keep this ship." I'm like, "Get the fuck out of here, dude!" <laughs> he didn't know what he was talking about. But yeah, they have already um, retracted the. Yeah, because okay. you know the, people be in a fucking uproar. It doesn't make any sense. It's not. It's immersion breaking. It just doesn't make any sense. All right, we're good. Michael, uh, do you want to host or? I mean, he's like, what? I can. In theory, he's watching Navy SEALs trailer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was actually watching watching the link that Evan put in here called "Best Friends." <laughs> oh, okay, I thought you might like that. I did like that actually. Yep. So, uh, considering today is the Super Bowl or Super Bowl, I linked to uh, a, a short clip of Aqua Teen Hunger Force. When Meatwad won tickets to the Super Bowl and Carl was trying to uh, be best friends slash con him out of the tickets. Mm-hmm. So everyone enjoy the 45 seconds or so. Oh, a minute, a minute and 40 seconds, sorry. Of classic Aqua Teen Hunger Force. That's good stuff. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. All right, so... Thank you for that, Evan. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Next up, we have the next iteration of Uber. Uh, I don't think they have a name for it yet, but they're describing it as the human Uber. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> so you can send someone in your place. In your stead? Yes. And this person has an iPad strapped to their head. With your face on it. Now, Mike, tell me where this where this idea came to be. Well, it's a uh, Japanese researcher. Uh-huh. Uh At, but it was uh, revealed at the or presented at the MIT at MIT Tech Reviews M Tech. So I guess it's like they have a a thing every year or something. This guy says, surprisingly natural. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Yeah, right. If you saw this, you'd be like, what the fuck? There's a chameleon mask. This guy's clearly wearing some garbage on his face. You're like, is this a prank? (laughs) So this guy is trapped. I mean, this is like something I could have invented in five minutes. Dude, let's do a TED Talk on something. Let's just (laughs) fucking do a talk on something. Like, no one cares anymore. Jesus Christ. Oh, apparently he works for Sony. Mm. Yeah, so I just thought that was funny slash ridiculous. Um, so yeah, check it out, everyone. Chameleon mask. Go, do a Google search for that. You'll be like, great. This is fucking stupid. Um, next up, they taught bees how to play soccer. <laughs> Jesus. Taught Sorry, or implanted magnets and forcefully made them play soccer. <laughs> That'd be a hell of a thing. I'm sorry. Before we get in there, there's a link at the bottom of the thing. It's like, how to incorporate urine into your sex life. <laughs> Dude, Vice is like a savage place, man. <laughs> it is a totally savage place. Sorry, go ahead. Urine? Yeah, urine. I need to use the urinal. Male sex bots. Yeah, there's that too. 
All right. It's like bookmark that. Uh, move on. <laughs> so bees and soccer, huh? Yep. So scientists used a little puppet to demonstrate to the bee, hey, this is what we want you to do. You know, they showed it, and then it was able to, uh, after 10 to 20 times of showing the bee how to do it, it could it could repeat it. After many hours of convincing, show mm-hmm. me on the doll where the scientists touch you. Yeah. <laughs> but they did it, though, with several bees, not just one bee. It's pretty impressive. What kind of puppet? A bee puppet. Where is, the, where is this bee puppet? A gigantic... Bee puppet, also known as the Queen. <laughs> <laughs> Let us show you the way. So Speak everyone, the fake queen. Yeah, everyone has basically said that meme is dead. Even the VR chat people are like, "Oh, that's a dead meme." Uh, oh yeah, I haven't so, seen videos on it in like a week and a half, so it's yeah. long gone. Yeah, I still like dead. it though. It's ancient. I love it too. It's great. I'm having fun with it. As they have a couple little videos here of. Uh... Did they lace the soccer ball with pollen or something to keep them interested? Um, No, but they reward them somehow. Huh? With heroin. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Probably sugar water or whatever the hell, you know. A.K.A. Coca-Cola. Uh-huh. Cool. So, yeah, it's just interesting showing that bees or insects can be... Are intelligent, maybe? I don't know. Or more intelligent than we thought? It's interesting. The hierarchy is human, dolphin, bee, and then everything else. And what's a, what's an octopus called? A cephid or something? What is it? Cephalopod? cephalopod? There you go. Yeah. Arth- what's an arthropod? That's something. It's a guy named Arthur works library. <laughs> Extra finger. Kevin's <laughs> <Seven's> dead. <laughs> yeah. Is Arthur in a pod? <laughs> What's that thing from Aquatine, Michael? Something in a pod? Do you know what's funny? I was just watching that the other night. What is it? What is it? Instead is of it? an iPod, it's I am a pod. Yeah, I am a pod. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what's up? He's like, up top. Like, <laughs> I am a pod. He's like, and then we're going to go on tour. We're going to follow around chicken foot. <laughs> she's like, wait, what? Yeah, he's right. like, whoa, whoa, what? He's like, I'm not, I'm not down with that. He's like, no, nah, it's just a, it's just an idea, man. It's whatever, you know. <laughs> he's like, you want a brosage, you know? Like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a great episode. I watched that one, and then I also watched the one where Shake gets bitten by a radioactive black man. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, I gets... don't think I've seen that one. Oh yeah, and he gets either. turned into a black dude. It's great. <laughs> Does he have like black black people sense or something? Yeah, oh, of course. Oh, it's great. Oh, he gets an afro, you know, and he's got thug life on his teeth. Like oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, he freestyles, you know, on the microphone, you know, and uh, they're like, "All right, here's the test." Frog's like, "Here's the test." He's black. They put him next to the pool. They're like, "They're like swim." He's like, "Hell no!" <laughs> like, yeah, he's black. <laughs> no, honestly, it's pretty like. Like I was, I was like, "Wow, this is like racist as fuck." But yeah, honestly, it's hilarious. So, <laughs> we're all bad people, so it's all good. But 
yeah. So anywho, um, so next up, I was I was listening to NPR as white people do, mm-hmm. and I gotta say, guys, I kind of really like NPR. I'm I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Um, my whiteness it does, it does like, not surprise me. My whiteness is like singing, you know, when I like, I'm like, yes, you know, but anyway, it's like like the people on the radio are talking directly to me. That's right. They're speaking to my soul. So, and now this might have been, I didn't catch the beginning. So on NPR, they have a show that's about podcasts. Uh Uh-huh. Like what, you know, what podcast did you listen to? Right. So this may have been related to that. I'm not sure because. This is actually one episode. So what I ended up hearing was one episode of a podcast called Ear Hustle. And this particular episode is about a uh, convict named Curtis Roberts. He's in prison right now. He was sentenced 50 years to life under the three strikes law in California. Um... He he committed his third non-violent felony, and after the third one, he was sentenced 50 years to life. His final crime, he went into a 7-Eleven, took two $20 bills out of the register. Yep. And walked out. So after that one, he was sentenced 50 years to life. Yeah. Yeah, pretty crazy. Did he did he know that that was the consequence for a felony for a third felony? He did not. Ah, uh, but he knew that he must have. Someone must have said, "Hey, three strikes." Like he must have heard that before. I don't know. I don't and know. here here's a question I got to ask you. And I, I look, is this is this just not at all? You know, I'm sure this guy's black. Okay, uh, it's I don't not, think he is. But, oh well, but, but anyway, then it's cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the hell up, James. <laughs> no, I mean this kind of stuff happens to black people all the time. No, he's a white guy. Looks like some white guy. No, yeah, I'm, is, I'm pretty sure he is. This is Curtis Roberts from uh, Edgewood, Maryland. No, this is different Curtis Roberts. Uh, well, anyway, it doesn't matter where this guy's from. The point is that they, I mean this happens to black people all the time, though. Like black people always get these unfair sentences, so. I mean, anybody, this happening to anybody is a good thing because people get to see that this, the three strike law is bullshit, you know, and especially when it comes to nonviolent offenses. Here's the other thing, though. This guy's clearly an idiot. You know, he doesn't learn his lesson. He won't stop. He hasn't stopped. I, they don't just, trust me, I've been to court plenty of times. So have you, Michael. The, they don't, they tell you. They're like, hey, three strikes. Someone has said that to him. Either a defense, uh, either his public defendant or the judge. Someone said something to him about it, you know. And stealing forty dollars out of a register—it's not even worth it. Not even fucking worth it. So to me, this guy's just stupid. Does he deserve this much time for being an idiot? No. But at the same time, idiots get killed and hemmed up all the time for doing dumb stuff. So I don't feel sorry for him. I just feel sorry for people who like had like a dime bag of weed or something like that. Like those people I feel sorry for, but this guy just seems like a dummy. He's just dumb, you know? And I don't even, yeah, I'm a stupid idiot who stole some money. He gets it. 
finally gets it. It took him this all this time to get it. <laughs> Guess what? I never stole any money from a store. I know ever never stole any money from a store. Michael never stole any money from a store. Not not cash. <laughs> <laughs> but so oh my. so I mean, you know what I'm saying? None of us have never we never like reached around a register and stolen money. You know? Right. So and I don't think any most of my friends haven't either. You know, I don't know anybody who's done that. I probably do know some people like in high school, but I don't know anybody in my regular life who's done stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying that I don't feel bad for this guy. I do. But at the same time, like, this guy's a fucking dumbass. You know, he's a fucking idiot. It's like when your mail comes to your house and you don't pay the fucking bill. And then you're like, how do I get evicted? You're a fucking idiot. That's how you got evicted. You're a fucking moron. And I don't feel sorry for you. You know, you should fucking read. You know? Anyway, okay. I'm sorry. So, so poor Curtis. It's uh this is an interesting I may end up listening to this uh podcast. It's all by inmates. It's done from prison. That could be That's very cool. interesting. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. So there's like they did like kind of like season one kinda. They did like ten ten episodes or something. And I think they're coming back for season two. So it's all in this uh this website here. So yeah, pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. So anywho, did you will you call into NPR and shill our podcast next week? I'd be happy to. Thank you. What are you going to be on NPR or something? <laughs> no. I didn't say call in and and say hey check us out. You know? We Not... covered this in we in thorough detail. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> No, actually, I got to find out the name of the show, and it's actually it's actually a podcast itself about the one where they talk about podcasts. So, I'll I'll figure out what that is, and I'll let you guys know. Yeah. So it looks like that guy might be released under Proposition Blah 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 or whatever. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm gonna put a link in next to the thing you posted. Okay. This is interesting, though, Michael. Very nice. Yeah, man. On NPR, they always have something like this on, like something interesting. I'm like, huh. I was listening to another thing the day before, James, where they were interviewing some guy who was a he was a journalist in Israel for a long time, mm-hmm. and he wrote a book about like the secret assassination, um, like I'll say squad. It's not, it's not really what it was, but of that Israel ran for a long time. To take care of their their issues, like the whole Munich thing, you know, and like you know, they took care of that like twenty years later. There's like a he writes about a whole, that, isn't it? The Munich movie covers that, the formation of that group or something like that. It probably does, but uh, yeah, there's a whole there's a whole book on it. Um, I'll have to I'll have to find it. I wrote it down, but yeah, it's it sounds pretty interesting. Um, anywho. So next up is just another movie I wanted to talk about. It's supposed to be the scariest movie to come out since, like, The Exorcist. That's what people are saying. Was The Exorcist scary? At the time, yes. It's Mm. fucking weird. That movie was just fucking... It wasn't scary, to me at least. So this movie is called Hereditary. Oh, boy. It stars Tony Collette. Okay, I like her. Yep, has Gabriel Byrne in it also. Hmm. And I watched the trailer, and it does look. Does it look like 
stupid, insane scary? No. Does it look scary, though? Yeah. Now, this, supposedly this movie, I read a little bit about it, and it's going to be not only like, you know, kind of like the gore scary or the woo scary, but it's going to be like the like psychological scary, like it fucks with you, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it looks like to me. So it's supposed to be both, though. Both kinds of scary. So. So might be interesting. Um, put a link here here and uh, to the trailer on YouTube. So check that out. Um, last but not least, I just put a link in here because we were talking about it earlier. The movie that James claims is the best movie of all time, Navy Seals. So <laughs> check that out. Starring Charlie Sheen, Michael Bean is in it too. I didn't realize. Ho ho. Who's that? That is uh, Kyle Reese from The Terminator. Mm. And he's also in The Abyss. He might be in Aliens, I think, the second one. Yeah, it looks like he's in Aliens, the second one. So so he was a big 80s, uh, doing a lot of stuff in the 80s. Jesus. This looks terrifying. <laughs> This looks fucking terrifying. I kind of want to see this. Hereditary? Yes. It looks fucking scary, dude. (laughs) Dude, the guy looks at his reflection, and his face is all like, blah, and he looks, and his reflection is like, (laughs) this looks crazy as hell, dude. Sign me up! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying to up my... I, I always talk about this. I'm trying to up my horror movie game. So to, to desensitize to yourself, yeah, I guess. Dude, aren't they coming out with a new uh, the, the the movies with the cubes? And cube two hypercube, <laughs> no, Rubik's, you, Rubik's cubes. No, no, no. The ones with the 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 puzzle cubes where you turn that you like rotate the thing, and then when you rotate it, the demon comes out with the pins in his head, and he's like, "You open the Hellraiser, cube. Hellraiser." Yeah, they're making a new Hellraiser huh. with all the with the original guy. Nice. Oh, I had not heard about that. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever seen a movie called The Thing? Yes. Yeah. With Kurt Russell? Yes. Mm-hmm. I've never seen it. Pretty good for its time. Yeah. That's that's one I need to I need to watch. Yep. Um something James just said the yeah 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 yeah. By the way, Dr. Disrespect makes his return that. to Twitch that's tomorrow. Right. I took off work to watch the whole thing. Did you really? No, not at all. That'd be oh. crazy. <laughs> He's like, no, no, that'd be that'd be insane. Yeah, no, no, no. But I, I will be streaming it from work. They'll like, okay. they'll, they'll enjoy that. Nice. Well, I'll see you in chat. Yeah. <laughs> can't wait. I can't wait. That's yeah. the guy with the stupid hair and the glasses. Watch your fucking mouth. Yeah. <laughs> the doc. Can't wait. I'm excited. Just to see how he's going to handle it, because you know the chats will be full of fucking trolls. Yeah, I think like, he'll handle it well. Yeah. It's like, you were pretty disrespectful to your wife. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's gonna, it's, they're going to get it. He's going to get it for sure. I like some people would tease him, because he would, like, he he's not very good, so he would often die in, like, team games. So they'd call him, like, Dr. Disrespectate. Oh, jeez. <laughs> good stuff. Yeah, we'll see. Anyways, yeah. So, James, looks like you put a couple things in here. We talked about earlier the Strava heat map. 
Yeah, and then the clap acting. That's the one from The Conjuring. That's all I got. Oh, I see. Oh, and you put the Navy SEALs in there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You gotta watch that trailer, though, man. You gotta watch the trailer. It's so ridiculous. It's so 80s ridiculous. Like, <laughs> like driving down the road. It's like everything you'd think. It's Top Gun for ground forces it's you know like charlie sheen jumps out of a car out of a moving car over a bridge he's like this is lame i'll see you guys later (laughs) you know he jumps over the bridge it's just fucking ridiculous you know it's fun though it's a fun-ass movie man Hmm. yeah gotta treat yourself man watch navy seals just have fun with it it's a good time you know what i never watched what's that the stallone movie about arm wrestling Ugh. Oh my god, I remember the name of it. It's the best. Do the best, be the best. Over the top. Over the top. That's it. And he's riding with his kid. He's a truck driver riding with yep. his kid across country, arm wrestling other men. <laughs> so yes. fucking ridiculous. Yes, I was just thinking about that the other day. Like, I remembered that we talked about that movie, and I was like, oh my god. I was like, I still need to watch that. You know? <laughs> you don't need to. That's the thing. You don't need to. <laughs> Evan, you know, what do you think? I definitely watch it. If you <laughs> if you watched Flight of the Okay, so you watch Flight of the Navigator, now watch uh The Wizard and Over the Top. <laughs> I did watch I watched The Wizard made within the last twelve months. I did watch The Wizard. That movie's terrible. It is. <laughs> like I remembered it being way better. Yeah. Um even Flight of the Navigator was not Great, it was okay, but you can't watch those old movies with any light <laughs> except for like this was my childhood. Otherwise, you're yeah. gonna be like, no, this is stupid. Like, it's dumb. I'm sure Daryl, you watch Daryl, you're like, this is horrible. What is happening? Why I watched it this? within Why the last that? ten years. <laughs> At some point, um, I want to give one final shout out, Ed. Uh. I have obtained a copy of The Last Starfighter. Oh. So I have never watched it. I'm going yes. to watch it. The Death Lotus. I have also never watched it, so I will obtain a copy. Oh, my God. Is this an excuse for me to watch it for the 15th time or something? It is. I'll, and I'll, also, I'll happy belated birthday, Ted. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday, Ed. I didn't realize it was your birthday. Hell it was yeah. like last week. We're bad show hosts. We don't pay attention to shit. Oh, happy birthday, Ed. Got to take care of our number one, two, three, and fourth listener. <laughs> um, that's right. Last Starfighter. Yeah, that's a great movie, man. Yeah, they have the Death Lotus in there. The Death Lotus. Huh? I think so. The Death that Lotus. sounds like a Kama Sutra position. It's his, yeah, a horrible one. <laughs> no, the de- it's called the Death Lotus or the Death Chrysanth, the Iron Lotus. Uh, it's like the Death Chrysanthemum. <laughs> the Murder Marigold. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's better. The Murder Marigold. That's the name of this week's show, right there. The Murder Marigold. <laughs> Blossoming with blood. All right. Sorry, Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> there you go. Jean Claude Van Damme. That's right. Nick Cage as Nick Cage. I'll tell you, man. Yep. Death Blossom. That's it. Death Blossom. I'm pretty sure Lou Gossett Jr. is the fucking alien in this. What? I think he is. <laughs> I might be wrong, but I think he plays the alien. Huh. 
Dude, they have over the top with riff tracks. Yes. Oh, that's the one I'm getting. This is so like I'm looking at the Death Blossom right now. It's so horrible. <laughs> it is a CIG a CGI abortion. It's so fucking bad. Oh, Jesus. I bet. I'm gonna post it in the show notes. But this is a great movie. I love this movie. We'll we'll have a report on it by next week. The last Starfighter. Yep. Alright, cool. So I got a lot of homework to do. Yes, you do. Mm-mm-mm. Alright. Well, anyone else have anything they want to mention before we Nope. Before we wrap this this thing up? Okay. Hey, go your team. Go yes. local sports team. May they win the match. I, I was talking to someone before. I was like, I hope both teams lose. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. That'd be great. Like, inexplicably, both teams lost this year. <laughs> I'd be like, yes. Let the hate flow. Mm-hmm. So, uh, all right. Well, I think that about does it. Let's uh, go ahead and close it out. You can check us out on our website, iopanelpodcast.com. If you have any feedback, please send us an email, feedback at iopanelpodcast.com. Uh, on our website, you can also check out our social media links over on the right-hand side, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, you can also subscribe to the show through iTunes, Google Play Music, or uh, you can search for us on uh, anywhere. Just search for iopanel. Uh, you'll find us. And uh, subscribe via Patreon. You can support us that way. Really appreciate it. You can also use our Amazon affiliate link. That way, if you buy a, you buy something off Amazon, we get like half a penny or something. So please uh, please do use that link if you can. We appreciate it. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you next time.